It's time for the connection to the selection live from the WHIO studios with your host, John Bedell. Connection to the selection is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now John Bedell on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome in to our studios here at 1611 South Main Street. John Bedell, University of Dayton Hall of Famer Keith Walskowski, and former Flyer Brooks Hall with you here this afternoon as we are here for Connection to the Selection, brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Connection to the Selection is also sponsored by Life Plan Financial Group. When life happens, call Life Plan by Kettering Physician Network, care centered around you. To find a doc, call 1-844-KPN-DOCS. By Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps, locally family-owned, keeping fire in its place since 1987. And by Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Trust your parking lot or driveway to the professionals. John Bedell, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall with you. And uh, from 5 to 8 this afternoon as we wait to see if Dayton gets in, they should be in, where they're going, who they draw, and uh, who's coming here to Dayton for the first four guys. Uh this program's on the uh, precipice of history here. They never made four straight. This is something they could do here in about a little less than 30 minutes. Yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm, I'm waiting for our name to be called. I know uh, ever since we, we, we lost the past couple of games and uh, not sitting easy with, uh, I'm sure, a lot of people. Um, but edge of the seat, waiting for the name to be called. Just uh, just like always, you never really know until you actually see your name up there. So it's an uh, anxious time. Yeah, we could have uh, made it a little less, you know, suspenseful, <laughs> you know, losing these last two. But, um, you know, it, it obviously I feel they're going to get in. Uh, it's just a matter of what seed. But but at that point, just, just getting in is is the biggest part of, of the battle uh, because we know this Flyer team that can play with anyone in the country. So I'm, I'm really less concerned about the seed. I mean, obviously you want the, the seed that's more advantageous. Is that a right word, Keith? I say that right? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. You're right there. For sure. <laughs> yeah, so obviously you want to uh, see to kind of make your path easier, but but anywhere anyone you line up with or match up with, it's going to be a tough game. So uh, Oh, absolutely. You know, so yeah, just getting in, that's that's half the battle and then uh, you know, take it from there. I was going to say does the does the losing streak concern you guys because Friday I was feeling pretty down about this in the immediate aftermath of losing losing to Davidson because you've got you dropped to GW the last game of the year. Uh, regular season, and you lost to Davidson. Now is not a good time to be on a losing skid. Uh, they're one of probably five. It looks like five teams coming into the tournament on a losing skid. Does that concern you guys in all the way this team has played the last two after winning nine straight? I don't. I don't think the fact that they've lost the games is what's concerning. I think the way that they've lost the games is concerning because they're not coming out of the gate like they're ready to play that's just kind of like the the game started and you know you, it's almost like Archie needs to take a timeout two minutes in and just start ripping people's heads off just to get them motivated like you know we kind of go through the motions the first half and then try to claw our way back in and unfortunately this time of year you're going to be playing teams that are better and you're not just you're not going to be able to get away with that yeah and, and for me I, I completely agree it is a little concerning the way they're losing, and, and I, I know the coach is concerned just by his post-game comments talking about it, it hasn't even just been the last two games. I mean, it's been several games in a row where where we just haven't played with a lot of fire coming out um, out of the t- off the tip, right? You know, so so yeah, I'm concerned, and, and honestly, that's what I'm really worried about. Is yeah, I, you know, we could play with anyone, but. Should I throw out the word complacent? I mean, I hate to do that with these guys uh, because they've been battle tested and they've been around, uh, you know, senior ball club, veteran ball club. But 
what else what other reason would there be for these last few games for them to play the way um, they've played especially with what's on the line I mean they have a chance right. to to make a deep run and high, expectations are high and so I'm kind of disappointed in the, in the letdown for these last couple yeah you know, I, I agree with that too uh, you know it's easy to get up for the big games um and you know even looking back at the season they really didn't we you know we had a chance against St. Mary's where we came out really slow in the first half same thing uh up in Chicago against Northwestern slow in the first half both games they really fought back and if we could have that first half back like right. think of, I mean, those are those are big time wins that we have, but yeah. you, you only played half a game in each one of those twos, and and you know it's that time of year where you lose, you're done, and coulda, shoulda, woulda doesn't do anything for you. Yeah, Archie talked a little bit yesterday about sort of getting that getting that edge back because they've clearly lost it. I mean, I don't like the way they've played the last couple of games. They won nine straight. They won the A10 title, beating VCU that Wednesday night, and maybe did that deflate them a little bit. I don't know. Uh, but he's talked about getting that edge back between now and, let's say, probably Thursday, Thursday or Friday. So what do they do to get it back? Archie was talking about maybe, hey, that one-and-done mentality again and really being done because you sort of have some of that with the conference tournament. What do you guys do? I mean, you guys played, and you guys played in NCAA tournaments. When you're coming in a losing streak like this, what do they do to refocus and get get that edge back between now and the first round? I think uh, for four guys, it's pretty easy. Right. Yep. You know, it's it, – you don't have time to mess around because you, everybody says I'll play every game like it's your last. And well, for this, this for those four guys, it is uh, if they mess around and lose. And you know, I, I go back to uh, Brian Gregory when when he was a coach my senior year. He would he would say things to myself and to Sean and Ramad, kind of like don't let those guys mess it up for your last go around don't let don't let uh you know a junior a sophomore not give the effort here in practice or the effort in the game and ruin your last experience you know so it, not only is he pushing you're pushing seniors but you're getting guys in leadership positions to help motivate the rest of the team kind of have everybody pitch in yeah and, and you know with this being a, a veteran ball club um, I'm less concerned about them being ready to go, um, you know, yeah. come their first game. Now, had they only had there only been, you know, one senior or or two that weren't as battle tested as our four, um, then you'd have, you know, a little more to worry about. But with these four, knowing what's on the line and how many times that they've been ready um, when when, the, when they needed to be, I, I'm not that concerned. And like you said, Keith, those four, it'd be easy to motivate them because yeah. if they if they're not ready to play. Um, they'll be talking about the woulda, coulda, shoulda. Kind of like, you know, we went through it. My yep. senior year, you were a junior that year, and, and we, what, four seed yeah. um, in the tournament and, and went out to Spokane, Washington, and we, we weren't ready to go. And, and we look up and we're down 20. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, with a, and we had yeah. a loaded, loaded, ball, uh, loaded roster, so I don't think this group will make that same mistake. Where do you guys see them? I mean, most people have them. It seems like 8-9 seems to be the consensus. Losing in the first round of the 8-10 tournament Friday didn't help trying to get off that 8-9 line, at least uh, moving up to a, you know, like a 7. They're, they're more likely to get a 10 after that clunker on Friday. What do you guys think? 8-9? Where do you see them? Uh, yeah, up? I think so. I think that's kind of been the, where the consensus is. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if they're going to drop much further. You know, hey, maybe we, maybe we actually get lucky. We played ourselves into a blessing in disguise, and you know, we're worried about getting off the eight nine, even higher than the than the seven ten. But maybe we went the other direction. Hey, if we drop to an eleven, maybe even drop to a to a twelve, that you don't have to play in the playing games in either one of those. Um, and you know, again, provided you can come out and win a game, you got an easier second round game. But like I said, the, the trend that we've been, they got to come out motivated and take care of business first and uh, just be grateful for, for where they're at. And, you know, 
who's to say that you don't go out, win a game, and then then be the giant killers of the tournament again? Do it one more time. Why not? Right. Yeah. I, I, I know there's a lot of fans that are excited at the possibility of if they get that 8-9. And you got to win that one first. I mean, it's typically a 50-50. You might end up some middle-of-the-road Big Ten team, somebody from the Big East or maybe the ACC. Best ACC of all time. I don't know about that. But, you know, somebody like that. you got to win a 50-50, 8-9 game. And then you're probably playing, you know, Gonzaga, UNC, Duke. Looks like it might have played itself onto the one line. Uh, I know some flyer, a lot of flyer fans are like, give me the, give me the one seat. Let's just play them. Let's just play the big boys early. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, and, and again, quite honestly, almost every game you play is going to be against a good team. I mean, unless you're a one seed or, or maybe even a two seed, playing a sixteen or a fifteen. After that, I mean, these these are all battle-tested squads with 20-plus wins. So, so yeah, okay, if we're an eight seed and, and we play another nine seed, that game's going to be tough. But a lot of those one seeds, if we come to play and we're playing defensively the, the way that we can, playing that team defense, team re- rebounding, we can play with those one seeds. There aren't any teams, that, at least from, from what I'm looking at the bracket, there aren't any teams that I just say, man, they're going to breeze through this. I don't see anybody beating them. I mean, there's just – they just aren't. Yeah, there are some really good ball clubs, but but looking at our roster, maybe I'm a little biased, I'll, I'll admit it, but I've seen enough of this squad that I know when they're clicking, I mean, they can beat anyone in the country, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I mean, I like their I chances. Yeah. I mean, when you got a season group like this and if they can wake up out of this slump they're in, I mean, you got a guy, you're looking at Scucci, Kendall, and Kyle being part of this nucleus and I think really have defined the Archie Miller era since their freshman year. Those three guys kind of burst onto the scene during that run and their freshman year in the Elite Eight. I mean, I like their chances with the season as they are and knowing this is it for these three guys. And Cook, to boot, you throw him in the mix. He's only been here for two years, but this is it for these guys. I like their chances against... I mean, and, and what, is, what difference does that make? when you? I mean, you guys played in tournaments. When you're... This is old hat for a majority of your core here. Been there, done that for the NCAA tournament. What's that advantage like uh, you know, and I, Obviously, I think they've been through it, so they know what to expect. They know what the atmosphere, the, the, you know, the travel and practicing with fans in the stands and all the media and the lights are a little brighter and all that. And then ultimately when it comes down to the game and you're arguing whether or not the team you're going to play should have been, you know, uh, whether they're an eight seed and you're a nine seed or you're playing a ten, wherever they are, you're, like Brooks just said, you're playing teams that are all high-level caliber teams and – it's a it's going to be a name on the chest that you're not necessarily familiar with it's not a league team it's someone different it's someone that traditionally you probably haven't played that many times so you got to get up for it and win no matter what uh you know i, I again i just think it's one of those things that they're going to have to find it find uh get back on the right track be motivated and uh and see where it takes them you know john you actually that's a that's a really good question and, and there is some value in that the value comes in if if it's a first time experience, you know, and I, I go back to, to our experience because I, I went through it um, my freshman year. So you you were you were there, Keith. You redshirted, right? Um, but but just you wasn't playing. Yeah. yeah, just wasn't playing. But you know, so the first time experience was overwhelming. I mean, it is emotionally draining uh, just from the the spotlight and the media and the, just the entire night. I won't walk through all the details, but just just know it is a very big deal especially for your first time and so by the time it comes to game time a million distractions and, and you're you're emotionally exhausted and and not to make excuses but it does impact the game when you're not able to focus when you're not able to focus mentally um, so to be able to do this three four straight years it takes away that emotional stress that emotional drain because it's like you said it's old hat they've been there I mean they're not impressed just to be there and, and so that'll help them be better prepared 
And from a league-wide perspective, let's look at this from the A-10, uh, because let's be honest, from this point on, I mean, you're really rooting for, as, as intense as these rivalries are during the regular season, you're now rooting for at Rhodey and VCU to both, with along with Dayton, to carry that A-10 banner through uh, the tournament. This is going to be a three-bid league, guys, for a year that I think a lot of people thought it was a two, two-and-a-half-bid league. We've, we said on Flyer Feedback how many times over at Flanagan's the last probably six weeks. It's a two-bid league unless somebody not named Dayton or VCU wins the A-10 tournament. Well, Rhodey wins today. What do you guys think about getting a three-bid league for a year that's, I mean, as down as it's been in a while in terms of depth overall? Oh, well, it's good considering all the talk is just power conferences and basically nobody else, no mid-major. And I, I don't know if I necessarily consider the A-10, uh, you know, they're like a step above the traditional mid-major conferences. But right. having as many team in as possible is obviously a good thing. Good for the league. It helps with, with our recruiting and the competition that we're going to be playing because, uh, you know, you definitely don't want it to turn into something like, obviously, Gonzaga's at a another level but the rest of the league is not you know there's there's no one else out there so uh we want to make sure that that we keep it enticing for for our fans for players that are kind of going to come in here and uh keep our program moving forward yeah you, you know the a10 and I, and I love it we played in it and and so we have some history there but it drives me crazy because if you're if you don't follow the a10 you're not familiar with the teams in the a10 you think mid-major and, and i'm not claiming that we're major or or couple steps above that but what I'm saying is top to bottom anyone can beat you on any given night I right. mean you, you have a Davidson who have two really good players who could have played at a lot of probably major teams um, across the country but their RPI doesn't doesn't tell the story or or um, you can go on and on George Washington and just several teams and John I love I always talk about you call it you know a league of landmines landmines that's right you know because RBI it's just ones. yeah because yeah. yeah if you lose to them it, it's an explosion it looks bad the result is going to be bad but if you really break it down they're good teams they just don't get the respect in the RPI so you know it's, it's that's tough but you know Dayton was able to survive and it is it's excellent to get three teams out of what we consider a down year for the league not too bad John Bedell Brooks Hall Keith Walskowski and you Flyer fans here for connection to the selection as we wait to see where the Dayton Flyers go for hopefully the fourth straight year of the NCAA tournament the voice of the Flyers Larry Hand's going to be checking in with us he's with the Flyers at the Miller Estate watching with the team we'll be back on the other side of this break right here on the home of the Flyers the home of the Flyers AM 12 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's Toyota's One for Everyone sales event, and your Toyota dealer has something for everyone. Get a sleek, innovative new 2017 Prius Lipback with $1,500 cash back. The adventurous new 2017 gas-powered RAV4 with $1,750 cash back. The stylish new 2017 Corolla and Corolla IM hatchback also come with $1,750 back. Get America's best-selling car, the bold 2017 Toyota Camry, now with $2,500 back. Or choose the ultimate comfort of a new 2017 Avalon and get $2,000 back. Or get $3,500 cash back on any remaining new 2016 Avalons. And don't miss out on low leases and 0% APR financing with approved credit through TFS. Plus, every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care. Two-year, no-cost maintenance. For complete details on all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Now through April 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. UD fans and Highfield door sales are flying high with the Flyers. Hi, I'm Rodney Highfield with Highfield door sales, a proud supporter of the Dayton Flyers. Like the Flyers, we are committed to excellence. 
Our well-trained installers and service technicians serve our customers with first-class installation. Come see our selection of garage doors, storm doors, entry doors, garage door screens, retractable awnings, garage floor coatings, and organizers. We take pride in every job. And remember, at Highfield Door Sales, our doors are always open. Go Flyers! Heart disease is the number one killer in America. It affects one out of every three women and is the leading cause of death for men. Just like on the court, a team effort is what it takes to be successful when attacking this foe. From risk reduction to prevention, Kettering Physician Network cardiologists are Ohio's top choice for heart care. Let our team of specialists help you maintain a healthy and active life. When it comes to conquering heart disease, let's make this a slam dunk. Visit myheartohio.org. Kettering Physician Network. Do you have an ugly face on your fireplace? As homeowners, we remodel everything in the home. However, we continue to live with that outdated, inefficient fireplace. Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps will turn that mess into the showpiece you deserve. Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps is your full-service provider of all things chimney and fireplace. Gas fireplaces, wood and pellet stoves, gas log sales, service and repair. Family owned since 1982. Visit us online at abbeyroadchimneysweeps.com. Time to make Tuesdays your new tradition at Bagger Dave's. You and your squad can snag a juicy Great American Cheeseburger with our famous hand-cut fries or sweet potato chips for just $5.95 all day long. And from 2 to 6 in the afternoon, you'll get $4 craft draft beers, $4 craft cocktails, and some of our $4 appetizers like our Santa Fe nachos, Sloppy Dave's fries, and Southwestern chicken dip. Your new tradition starts at the Bagger Dave's in Centerville and Westchester. See you on Tuesday. Bagger Dave's. Locals want Wanted. You're invited to visit First Floor's Spring Preview in their spacious greenhouses at 1306 Troy Street in Old North Dayton. Relaxing and enjoyable. Get those you love something green for St. Patrick's Day. Experience the colors and aromas of blooming flowers and plants grown locally at First Floor's warm greenhouses. Choose from Lily's Bulb Gardens, a great selection to freshen up your outlook. For 112 years, Dayton's first name in spring is First Florist and Garden Center. Visit firstflorist.com. Take that first deep breath. Spring is here. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection, brought to you by your local Toyota dealers for all Toyota offers go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. John Bedell, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here, Flyer fans, for connection to the selection. Trying to figure out the league bracket happened again. We have the WHIO Stats Department working feverishly to figure that out. Uh, one guy who is also joining us this afternoon, as we are about five minutes away from the start of the bracket being revealed, uh, is the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hansgen. He's on the hotline, and Larry is at the Miller Estate with the uh, Dayton Flyers as they wait to hear their fate. Uh, Larry, kind of set the scene for us. What's the mood there at uh, Archie's house as they wait? Yeah, I, I think, you know, John, I think it might be about as relaxed a mood as uh, as we can recall on a selection Sunday in quite some time. For- um, you know, going back to uh, 2003 was the last time I know personally I felt uh, as confident that Dayton was going to be selected. And of course, that was the year they won the A-10 uh, championship and had the automatic.
Atlantic bid. And, uh, Director of Athletics at the University of Dayton, Neil Sullivan, is standing here with us here at Archie's house. And on, on a scale of 1 to 10, Neil, how confident are you? Well, I, I feel pretty good, Larry, but, you know, you can never take these things for granted. We don't take being here for granted, so we just want to hear our name called. But um, everything, all indications are that everything we've looked at, that we're squarely in the tournament and we're excited about our draw. Uh, you know, heaven forbid there is some kind of uh, weird thing that happens in the next hour and a half, but if all goes as we anticipated will and, and most other people outside of uh, Dayton basketball circles uh, anticipated will, a fourth straight year uh, in the NCAA tournament unprecedented at the University of Dayton, what does that say about this program? Well, I think it says that we've reset expectations, and that's what the expectation is now under Coach Miller and that we have. And uh, right now, looking back the last four years, there's only 12 teams in the country that have been to four straight NCAA tournaments. So we'll see what that number becomes this year, but it's something we should all be proud of and um, continue to push the envelope. And we want to keep, we want to do it every year and keep keep coming back for more. You know, uh, these these three seniors that have been here for four years, guys that they they saw this vision maybe before anyone else did, even fans did. Uh, this is what uh, Archie said they were going to do. They believe they were going to do it. This is not something that is coming as a a surprise to them at all no they uh we believed in them and they believed in us early when when arch and the coaches first started recruiting them and you know there's a lot of hype around these things uh, tv fans all those things but at the end of the day we're in the business of students and for to see them the experience they've had for four years that's really what it's all about and they exemplify what student athletes are at the university of dayton and at the end of the day that's that's ultimately the most important those five seniors uh, we mentioned uh, the three that have been here four years uh, uh, scoochie kyle and Ken joined by Charles Cook and Jeremiah Bonsu will all leave the University of Dayton with diplomas and they will also leave the University of Dayton having made a mark on a very storied Dayton basketball tradition. Again, uh, we're going to be here until uh, until they call Dayton's name out. Uh, John, Keith, and Brooks, and we'll have updates for you here later on in our program. All right, Larry, thank you. Checking in from the Miller Estate. Location unknown. No, I'm kidding. Uh, so they're waiting there. Probably somebody sitting in the beanbag chair. Coaches always have beanbag chairs. Somebody's in the beanbag chair in the basement hanging out waiting to see. Uh, it looks like the leaked bracket is bunk. Uh, obviously, that was the big thing on the Twitter last year. Keith, you and I were sitting here and right. looking like, is this? And it was spot on as it kept reading on. Uh, I've seen two different versions on Twitter, so I think this is fake and somebody's just trolling, uh, which would be good because I know CBS and Turner took several steps to keep it extra airtight this year, including, I read in the New York Times, uh, less people having access to the bracket once it's finished. Uh, so hopefully they don't have a mole at CBS and Turner. Uh, so uh, let's talk about this, guys. Going into the tournament, uh, what what have you seen from them after this nine-game uh, winning streak? They lost two, GW, Davidson, and the 8-10 tournament. What are you seeing, aside from digging holes in the first half that are just end up being too deep to dig themselves out of, what do, what do you guys see that needs to change as they now head into its – legitimately win or go home time for me I, i'm just saying the good thing is it's not it's not anything major i mean it's not a, a real lack of execution it, it's not you know an x and o's thing um, and, and it's, a, it's a big deal what i'm about to say but it's not an it's not an execution thing it's an effort thing uh, it just seems like they don't play with a lot of urgency until they have to and your great teams um, they play with urgency from the from the tap from, from the very beginning. And, and this Dayton team typically does that. But for whatever reason, uh, in, in these last few last couple of weeks, there just seems to be a, a lack of energy in that first half. 
Hey, I agree with that, and uh, maybe the, and that kind of throws the flow off too. It just seems like they you, they get to points where they're standing around and looking for someone to go ahead and do something at some point, and then guys get to forcing it. And yeah, when the energy's not there and and you're trying to force things, it gets really ugly for them. Yep. We're just a few minutes away from finding out where the Dayton Flyers are going for the NCAA tournament, what their draw is, who they're playing. John Bedell, former Flyers Keith Walskowski, and Brooks Hall, and you, Flyer fans, here for connection to the selection. It continues on the other side, right here on the Home of the Flyers. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online. At WHIO.com. And in the WHIO app. The home of Fox News and the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. Fox News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler. The White House defending the House Republican proposal to replace Obamacare. Fox's Melanie Wilkes. Health Secretary Tom Price claims that nobody will be worse off financially. They'll have choices that they can select the kind of coverage that they want for themselves and for their family, not that government forces them to buy. Also on NBC's Meet the Press, Kathleen Sebelius. She was the Health and Human Services Secretary in the Obama administration and disputes his claim, saying... There's Every estimation that anywhere from 2 to 15 million people will lose coverage in this bill. Conservative Republicans concerned about the cost. President Trump says he is open to proposed changes in the bill. Parts of the East Coast bracing for a blizzard up to two feet of snow and 50 mile per hour winds forecast from New York to New England. Fox News, we report, you decide. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide. If you made your home more energy efficient, the government wants to give you something. I'm Carol Zimmer with your Fox News Radio tax tip. Let's say you have a house and you install solar panels or a geothermal heating and cooling system. Fred Slater is a CPA at MS 1040. It's a tremendous savings and the government gives you a credit for installing it. It's not a deduction. It's a credit against your taxes. The credit is equal to 30% of the amount you spent on that energy system. Tax credits provide a dollar-for-dollar deduction of your income tax liability. That means a $1,000 tax credit saves you $1,000 in taxes. For more tax tips, follow Fox News Radio on Facebook. I'm Carol Zimmer. Fox News. Spring brings many things to Dayton, including Hoops Madness and the team at Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating want to congratulate the UD Flyers on another great season. Second to every business owner who wants to be a champion, don't forget the first impression customers get of your business is your parking lot. They can handle all of your asphalt and seal coating needs to make it look like new, so trust the pros at Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Call 937-454-0571 for a free quote. 454-0571, Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, Go Flyers! Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. Middle to upper 30s for highs on your Monday with mostly cloudy skies. Snow moving in as we head into the afternoon. That could mix over with rain for a short time. Everything, though, changes back over to snow as we head overnight into early Tuesday. Most of us getting around one, maybe two inches of snow by Tuesday afternoon. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
You're listening to The Archie Miller Show on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Call now, 457-1290. Now back to the voice of the Flyers, Larry Hanskin. Not Larry Hanskin here, but I've been called worse. John Bedell, former Flyers, Brooks Hall, and Keith Walskowski with you here for Connection to the Selection, which is brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Also brought to you by Bagger Dave's Burger Tavern. Great burgers and craft beer starts here. Also by the Dayton Physicians Network Cancer Care and Urology. We are close to home. Call us first. We're here for you. And by First Floors and Garden Center, serving the Dayton area since 1905. John Bedell, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here, Flyer fans. We're starting to see the bracket now. Uh, we begin with the East as Villanova has grabbed the number one overall seed, the defending national champions out of the Big East. And guys, our first two teams coming to uh, Dayton for the first four we know is New Orleans and Mount St. Mary's. The 8-9 bracket or matchup in the East will be Wisconsin and Vatek. Uh, no surprises, guys, really, so far as we start here uh, unveiling the bracket. No, not at all. Uh, also, we'll see the 5-12 matchup in the East will be Virginia and UNC Wilmington. They nabbed themselves an auto bid uh, earlier this year. So uh, Virginia, Virginia Cavaliers, and UNC Wilmington will be the 5-12 matchup in the East. Uh, we've seen two leak brackets, guys, but there's been two different versions, so I don't think – they're legitimate at this point. Uh, they had two different combinations for uh, the Dayton Flyers, uh, so we'll see where they end up. Now, the four uh, seed in the East, the Florida Gators out of the SEC. They're football people down there. Florida and Eastern Tennessee, which is a Dayton opponent, guy. so that's the first Dayton opponent we see on the board. We know there's some others sprinkled in there with some auto bids uh, with Winthrop. Uh, and otherwise, but ETSU, the Buccaneers will play the Florida Gators in the 4-13 matchup uh, in the East bracket. So, guys, Villanova at 31-3, grabbing the number one overall seed. Not a shock there? No, no shock at all, and they deserve it. I mean, they're a tough, well-coached team, and, and uh, I like the way they play. I mean, they're, they're kind of blue-collar. Uh, not, not you know, fun to watch. Kind of San Antonio feel. <laughs> oh, you know, but, but, man, they get it done. The entertainment factor isn't necessarily <laughs> right. there, but, but they do what they're supposed to. And in the East region, the number two seed in the East goes to the Duke Blue Devils. Guys, there was talk of them possibly uh, grabbing a number one overall seed with the kind of week they've had. Uh, obviously, Franklin native uh, Luke Kennard from the Dayton area. Boy, he would have looked good in fly red and blue. He's in the Dukies. Interesting fact about Kennard, he leads the country in minutes. Not minutes to average, total minutes. Luke Kennard uh, leads the country. And the Duke Blue Devils have drawn the number 15 Troy Trojans. So Troy and Duke will be the 15-2 matchup uh, in the East. And, guys, this is, I think, where we got to start keeping an eye out for the Flyers. Uh, the seven seed in the East, the South Carolina Gamecocks. USC will draw as the 10 seed in the East, the Marquette Golden Eagles. So that was a place I thought we could have seen the Flyers pop up, guys. 7-10 is South Carolina Marquette, respectively, in the East. Then the number three seed, Baylor Bears. They were uh, team guys that throughout the year, that was a team that a lot of people thought might have been uh, projected one seed throughout the year, but they dropped to uh, a three here, and they will get the New Mexico State Aggies. So Baylor and New Mexico State is your 3-14 matchup in the Eastern region. And then the number six seed SMU Mustangs out of the American. They are the sixth seed in the East. And we will see that SMU will get in Tulsa, Oklahoma on Friday. So not too far from home for uh, SMU, guys. They will play. The 11th seed in the East will be 
Any Drum second roll. now. <laughs> Greg Gumble, you're killing me, bro. <laughs> Flip the tile. Uh, pro- oh, there's the second two teams we will see come to UD Arena. The 11 seed matchup in the East will be Providence and University of Southern Cal. So USC, guys, Providence, uh, as we know, uh, the Providence Friars see Kyle Davis in their nightmares on a regular basis after the performance he put on Chris Dunn a couple years back. So, so far, guys, we've gone through the East region, and we now have half the teams coming to Dayton for the first four. The two 16 seeds that will go at it, uh, if these games are on Friday, so that means we'll see Providence and USC guys on Wednesday night, and we will see St. Mary's and New Orleans play Tuesday night here in Dayton. So there uh, is the first four of the eight teams uh, coming here to Dayton. Guys, really nothing, I don't think anything shocking coming out of this region in terms of who we're seeing. No no bubble teams Not really terribly. jumping in USC here. was on the bubble, I believe, a little bit. Some people mm-hmm. were talking about them this morning uh, a little bit, and uh, but then again, the bubble was kind of weak, and there weren't that many teams down there. So and and I USC, think Rhode Island winning kind of yeah that kind of it may shake off. it up it'll be interesting to see who gets left out i think we were talking about illinois state syracuse earlier yes. and here's the thing too keith not when we talked about this before we went on the air not only does rhode island winning the a10 bump them out of the first four guys we might see xavier here at the first four now which i know is something after talking to some folks with the big hoopla the local organizing committee that would be a draw they would be particularly happy with getting a rabid fan base like xavier right yep. it's a 50 minute drive down the road in cincinnati that would be a win for the first four i think in the musketeers um interesting nugget for usc that's the second time they've come to dayton for the first four they were here that first year when it was uh the inception of the first four in 2011 usc was here and i believe they played vcu uh they did that first year was vcu usc clemson and uab were sort of the uh, high to mid majors that were here uh, that year. So a second return uh, to the first four for the USC Trojans. You know, looking at this East bracket, just a, a real quick glance analysis. Obviously, Villanova would be the favorite to come out. Duke, who's hot and, and loaded right now, that's probably not somebody you want to see at this point. I mean, Playing like everybody expected exactly. to at the beginning of the season. That's what it's about, getting hot at the yeah. right time. But if I had to pick, uh, a, make a guess, my sleeper pick coming out of the East, I'm going to go with Virginia. I mean, they quietly won uh, 22 games this year, and the reason that I, I picked them as a sleeper is because they're one of the better defensive teams in the country, and they win games based off of defense. They're not going to beat you by scoring 90 points, but they could beat you by scoring 50 and holding you to, to, to under 50. You know, So if they come in and they're locked in defensively and making it tough on people to score, um, I mean, they, they can pull off some upsets. Coach, coach talk right there. Yeah, man. Getting it done yeah. with the defense. The defense is always going to be there. Yeah. The offense may or may not be there on a night, but the defense has to exactly. be there. Exactly. So. Yeah, teams uh, teams that make it tough on the defensive end uh, usually have a little bit of success uh, this time of year. Now, you might not see them on, on top 10 very often, ESPN top 10. No, you don't need to be center. on the top 10, though. <laughs> right. Be in that win column. Exactly. Got to avoid the not top 10. Uh, and for my money, too, you get to hear one of the best fight songs in uh, college sports with uh, Tribute to Troy. The Trojans come in here with their... Uh, pep band. I mean, I hate I hate USC football, but they got a good fight song. I got to admit it. So that'll be. How's that go, John? I can't. I'm not gonna sing it. It's oh, just okay. music, Brooks. Right. I would play it, but we got we got we got copyright. Like what you're doing there, though. <laughs> you make the peace sign. You have to. You do it like they're marching, and you do it uh, as they play the song. But uh, so yeah, uh, Nova first, the number one overall seed. Not no surprise out of the mighty Big East. Uh, we see Mount St. Mary's, New Orleans. The New Orleans also one of the best nicknames in this tournament. The Privateers. It's a great nickname. It's like a minor league baseball nickname. That's very it? underrated. What is that? That's like a pirate. Oh, well, said, it's like somebody that sails a. Oh, you a said privateer. pirateer. 
Privateer. Privateer is a yeah. pirate. Yeah. Well, it's like somebody that sails a boat. Like you mean it, it sounds like some someone <laughs> that's like a really low rank in the navy or something like that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're a low rank guy that has to go too. swap the deck. <laughs> John, I'm gonna say you made that up. I know no. you media guys are. Yeah, you just no. made that up hey, on the fly. That's not fake news here, man. That's legitimate. <laughs> that is legitimate news. The privateers out of New Orleans. Yeah, they're they're a low rank, Keith, as far as the committee is concerned, too, is the 16 seat. So New Orleans, Mount St. Mary's. Providence and USC, so we'll see a good Big East Pac-12 matchup uh, there between the Friars uh, and the Trojans. Uh, so here we wait, too, for the Flyers to come out. Uh, do you guys have a preference? I mean, do you really care 8, 9, 10, 11? Would you... I mean, we're, first of all, I'll say this, because I've seen some chatter on the Twitter from among Dayton fans between Friday and now. First four is not happening for Dayton, all right? The selection committee had the chutzpah to do that once, and it's never happening again. They changed the rules in the offseason between 15 and 16. I guarantee you, seeing Dayton in the first four will not be a thing you will ever see again. I don't think the committee will ever put the Flyers here. They tried it once. It was awesome for us. That'll never happen again. Yeah, got a little bit of a uh, caught a little flack for that um, nationally. I mean, that was it was a home game for us, and not very fair to Boise, but or Boise I had a good State, time. But hey, I enjoyed it. That was a, I've said this, and I've never heard this arena that arena louder uh, since then. Guys, that is the closest we will ever come to finding out if the crowd noise can literally blow the roof off of that place. Yeah, man, it was intense. But I think to answer your question, uh, do you prefer an eight nine? Do you prefer a seven ten? When you're talking about the the level that the teams that are getting one seeds and two seeds are it doesn't matter which one it is it doesn't matter if it's duke or north carolina or kansas but what matters is how well you match up against them and you know right. ultimately when you get out of the game what are you going to do um because there's so uh, so little that separates those teams and how many times you know not only are we arguing who's going to be in who's going to be out we're arguing who's getting the one seed who's getting the two seed so and here we go now, Kansas with a one seed. So the Kansas Jayhawks have drawn the second overall number one seed. Uh, they are playing the Midwest region guys, and they'll play NC Central and UC Davis. So those are two other teams, two more 16 seeds. Two more 16 seeds we will see come to Dayton is NC Central and UC Davis. They will uh, play in Dayton on, they're going to play, Kansas plays Friday. So we'll see uh, NC Central and UC Davis on Wednesday. Night at the arena, and they will duke it out for the chance to play the Kansas Jayhawks. Now, here is where we might see the Dayton Flyers. The number eight seed is the Miami Hurricanes. Guys, this has been uh, a projected matchup for the Flyers from some bracketologists. The Miami Hurricanes out of the ACC are the number eight seed. Oh, and they will play the Michigan State Spartans. What? So, Sparty out of the – wow, I didn't think they'd be Come in this on. year. Michigan State. It's uh, it helps to have that branding, guys. Jeez. Yeah, they need to thank Izzo for that one. At nineteen and fourteen, the uh, Sparty is in the tournament. They will play Miami on Friday in Tulsa. The five seed out of the Big Twelve, the Big Twelve champs, tournament champs, the Iowa State Cyclones. They will play Nevada out of the Mountain West. So Iowa State, Nevada is the five uh, twelve matchup, guys, in the Midwest region. So there you have two more teams that we'll see coming to Dayton, NC Central and UC Davis. And now we will get the 4 and 13 matchup uh, in the Midwest. And this is probably a spot we will not see the Dayton Flyers, but we will see the Purdue Boilermakers. Purdue, guys, that's, uh, I think, a, a popular pick for some people as a dark horse, if you will, Final Four selection. A really tough team out of the Big Ten. Yeah, they are. Tough big guys. At 25-7, and seven, Purdue will draw Vermont. Vermont is the 13th seed in the Midwest region. 
Those guys will square off Thursday in Milwaukee. And now we move to the bottom half of the Midwest bracket. Louisville, the uh, Louisville Cardinals out of the ACC at 24 and 8. Rick Patino and company, great guy, Rick Patino. Uh, he will be the number two seed uh, with his Louisville Cardinals, and they will draw the 15 seed. Guys, they will be playing in Indianapolis. This is a region that some people have guessed the Flyers may be in. Let's see if they may draw the 7 10 uh, in this region. So 24 and 8, Louisville will get Jacksonville State, the 15 seed, on Friday in Indianapolis. Jacksonville State in at 20 and 14 overall. Would this be a place you guys mind seeing the Flyers opposite Louisville? I don't love the matchup. Um, they, they've got some size. I don't want. I don't want to run into anyone with size early on. I mean, that, that's yeah, that's been trouble for these guys. Yeah, so Gavinaw, Louisville has some big guys. Mo Ali Cox, yeah. Michigan is the seventh seed in the Midwest, the Big Ten champs who just wrapped up the Big Ten tournament uh, just about an hour ago, guys. So the Michigan Wolverines are the seventh seed. Uh, in the Midwest region, and we'll see uh, the Wolverines' reaction now as they're in Washington, D.C., learning that they'll be the seventh seed in the Midwest. And we wait to see the 10th seed here. Friday in Indianapolis, Michigan will get the number 10 seed in the Midwest region, which will be the Oklahoma State Sooners. So the 7-10 matchup, guys, Oklahoma State and Michigan in the Midwest region, and they will play opposite I would bet my next three paychecks, Louisville. So we know the league bracket is false because one of them had Dayton matchup against Oklahoma State in an 8-9 game. So, uh, guys, I think we're in the clear in terms of the league bracket. Uh, CBS and Turner got their mole under control this year. <laughs> so they had, the, uh, they had the first four teams in uh, different, too. Unless they drop to a 11, guys, which I don't think they would, we probably won't see Dayton in this Midwest region. But we will see the Oregon Ducks. Dana Altman and his Oregon Ducks. Uh, are the number three seed in the Midwest. They will play Friday in Sacramento. So a favorable draw, obviously, regionally for the Ducks. They won't have to go too far uh, to travel to Sacramento on Friday to play the 14 seed in the Midwest region, which will be Iona. The Iona Gales, a team, guys, we've seen here for the first four in the past. It's been a Dayton opponent, Tim Cluse and his Iona Gales at 22-12. and 12. They're the 14 seed uh, in the Midwest region, and they will be heading to Sacramento, California, to play the Oregon Ducks out of the Pac-12 at 29-5 and uh, Friday. Uh, this, guys, I think is the only remaining spot in this bracket for the Flyers, but I would be surprised if they landed a 6-11, but here could be an intriguing matchup. The Creighton Blue Jays out of the Big East, they draw the sixth seed in the Midwest region. Creighton Blue Jays are the number six seed in the Midwest region at 25-9. and nine. They will head to Sacramento as well, so not too far. And they will play the Rhode Island Rams. So, guys, here's the first team in the A-10. Uh, an A-10 title gets the Rhode Island Rams a trip to Sacramento, California, and a date with the Creighton Blue Jays on Friday in Sacramento. So, guys, Rhodey, uh, a team that I think is, you know, they've struggled to put it together at times this year. They've had up and downs. We talk about this season being a roller coaster. But, guys, that, that roadie team is as talented as, a, as any team in the country. Uh, and they, they defend well. They rebound the heck out of the ball. They take care of the ball. They don't turn it over much. And you got a guy like E.C. Matthews and Kern Iverson who can I think they're tough and they're healthy it's right dangerous now, too. So. Yeah, that's a great draw for them. That, that's a great draw to put them in position to, to steal one or two. That's a, that's a really good matchup uh, for them with Creighton. 
and then um, they would get the Oregon Iona winner. Am I, am I reading that right? Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah and and why, I've seen Oregon a few times this year, and and I mean obviously a very talented team, but but Rhode Island actually matches up well with Oregon yeah, as well. Yeah, They're beatable too. Yeah, see that's I mean that's a Creighton team that's dealt with a lot of injuries. My gosh, this year, including some key players for them. Is that a favorable draw, Brooks? You think? And Keith too. I mean, you absolutely. win the A10, getting that draw heading out west. Absolutely. absolutely. And injury. I mean, even though you got to travel Creighton. a little bit, they're traveling too. But yeah. you know, you, you're facing a team that's beat up and going through some issues so yeah i wouldn't mind playing a team like that half the bracket is set the east and midwest region so if the dayton flyers are to be dancing this year they will be in the south or the west we'll see where it ends up being john bedell and former flyers keith walskowski brooks hall and you here for connection to the selection which continues on the other side right here on the home of the flyers the home of the flyers am 1290 and news 95.7 whio before the dayton flyers even begin pregame warm-ups they have a game plan one that looks for opportunities and at the same time prepares them for the unexpected they may encounter. Have the professionals at Life Plan Financial Group put together your financial life plan so that you too can have the confidence in the biggest game of all, life. Call Life Plan at 438-8000 or go online to lifeplanfg.com. Life Plan Financial Group, fee-only financial planners and proud supporters of the Dayton Flyers. Man, it's good to be home. So what did I miss? Well, a couple of soccer games. Oh man, are the kids mad at me? No, but they're disappointed. <sighs> if you're a Class A or B CDL driver tired of living life on the road, it's time to apply at Spears Transfer and Expedited. Enjoy great home time and no forced dispatch, so you're home most nights and weekends. Plus a great benefits package and bonuses. Apply today at 937-999-7777. Spears Transfer and Expediting gets you home. Why settle for one-size-fits-all cancer treatment. At Dayton Physicians Network, we actively target your tumor, changing the size of the radiation field as the tumor shrinks. As your tumor responds, so do we. This helps prevent injury to the surrounding healthy tissue. At Dayton Physicians Network, we are leading the way with cutting-edge adoptive radiation therapy. This, with our modern cancer centers and top-notch treatment teams, work together to give you the best possible chance of a cure. Visit DaytonPhysicians.com. We are here for you. Hi, Greg McAfee here from McAfee Heating and Air. What a winter. 30 degrees and snow one day with 70 and sunshine the next. Out-of-season temperatures brings out-of-season savings for you. Now through April 15th, receive up to $2,500 off qualifying systems. That's right, instant cash back of up to $2,500. Call 438-1976 or find us online at mcair.com. Any season, anytime, McAfee. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. But if it goes, it does not! It does not! The Dayton Flyers have won! The home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, John Bedell and former Flyers Keith Walskowski, University of Dayton Athletic Hall of Famer, former Flyers still great, Brooks Hall, Pride of Troy, here for a Connection to the Selection, which is brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Connection to the Selection is also sponsored by McAfee Heating and Air. 
Trust the team at McAfee Heating and Air to keep your home comfortable any season, anytime. Call 1-800-AIR-REPAIR today. Also sponsored by Spears Trucking. They have immediate openings for Class A CDL drivers. Contact them today at 937-898-9700. Also brought to you by Highfield Door Sales. Remember, at Highfield Door Sales, our doors are always open. John Bedell and former Flyers Keith Walskowski and Brooks Hall here with you for connection to the selection. Guys, half the bracket gone. Uh, the Dayton Flyers will uh, have not appeared yet if they uh, will be dancing. Hopefully they will be in the south or the west region. And we are starting. Did you guys catch which region this is? UNC is the number one seed. I'm in guessing it. south if they're the one seed, right? So here's another. Yeah, let's see. Yep. South region in the UNC Tar Heels are the number one seed in the South region, so the bottom right of that bracket as you're looking at it, as you fill it out. UNC at 27 and 7 overall, guys, out of the ACC. North Carolina will grab a 16 seed here, and they will play in Greenville, not terribly far from home. So, short trip for Roy Williams and company. They will play. Boy, they take forever here. Texas Southern. That was a team we thought might be coming to Dayton, is not. So South Carolina, North Carolina, excuse me, excuse me, North Carolina draws, Texas Southern. Arkansas is the eight matchup in the South region. Guys, could we see Dayton here as a nine seed? We will see momentarily. The Arkansas Razorbacks Hall. out of the Big East will play the Seton Hall Pirates. So another team uh, out of the Big East into the tournament. Uh, guys, another matchup that is still alive. Dayton Xavier. We know that the committee loves its storylines. Might that be when we see materialize in the bracket? The five uh, seed in the South region is the Minnesota Golden Gophers. That's a team that's had quite a renaissance under uh, Patino, guys. And uh, the Golden Gophers will be the five seed in the South. They've had a heck of a year out of the Big Ten this year at 24-9. They will play Thursday in Milwaukee. And Minnesota will draw the 12 seed in the South region, which will be Middle Tennessee. Guys, that's a team that played giant killers last year. We saw them in St. Louis uh, with the Flyers. They downed Michigan State last year. And this is a team we've also seen at the first four. Guys, this is a dangerous Raiders squad uh, as a 12 seed. Yeah, never, not to be underestimated for sure. No. Yeah, Minnesota, uh, if they have any questions about the Raiders out of Middle Tennessee, Kermit Davis and his Raiders, uh, he only need call Tom Izzo uh, and ask him about how that went. The four seed, another team out of the Big East, guys. A lot of Big East teams in the tournament this year. The Butler Bulldogs have drawn the number four seed in the South region, and they will match up against the 13 seed Thursday in Milwaukee. So, again, not a far... Uh, drive for the Butler Bulldogs. They will play Winthrop. Guys, there's another uh, Dayton Flyers regular season opponent uh, in the tournament, the Winthrop Eagles. Of course, they're an auto bid, uh, not in the at-large field. They won the Big South tournament, so Winthrop gets themselves a matchup with the Butler Bulldogs. Friday in Indianapolis, we will see the Kentucky Wildcats. Kentucky, guys, is the number two seed in the South region. That was the team at times, again, uh, much like Baylor uh, throughout the year, looked like a one seed. They've kind of been up and down. Uh, and in Indianapolis on Friday, guys, they will play the winner of Northern, Northern Kentucky. Kentucky. So the NKO. Wow. Northern Kentucky. There's your storyline. Northern Kentucky <laughs> against <laughs> regular Kentucky. And there's the Dayton Flyers, guys. They're the seventh seed. So the Dayton Flyers have drawn a seven seed in the south region. Dayton will play Friday in Indianapolis. Guys, awesome. what a draw for Dayton. And they will play Wichita State, the Wichita State Shockers. Dayton, Wichita State, guys, on Friday in Indianapolis. What a matchup that is. Brendan, do we have Larry on the line? 
We're going to go to Larry Hansgen as soon as we can. Dayton, Wichita State, guys. Dayton draws a seven seed in the South region. They will play the Wichita State Shockers. Guys, winner would probably get Kentucky. So Dayton, guys, what do you think about that draw? Dayton, Wichita State. It's going to be an exciting game. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Two teams that, that get after it, get up and down, and, and can put some points on the board. That's for sure. All right, we got Larry. So uh, we're going to go right to the Miller Estate. Archie uh, Miller and his Dayton Flyers at Archie's house. Reacting to this draw. Larry, uh, the voice of the Flyers. Larry Hansen checking in. Larry, they draw a seven seed against the Wichita State Shockers Friday in Indianapolis. Your reaction? Well, I mean, everyone here is just very, very excited about that. Uh, as soon as that name went up, the whole place erupted. Uh, the, the players are excited about this opportunity. And, and what a great matchup. I mean, Dayton-Wichita State, um, two of the premier programs in the last four years out of the Power Five conferences. And uh, in some ways, maybe a shame that they have to go head-to-head, but in some ways, very appropriate. Uh, and playing in Indianapolis, what a great opportunity for the Flyer faithful to be able to get over there and watch their team play. Uh, I, I I don't know that we could have uh, at, uh, gotten uh, a, a much better, uh, much better draw, much better uh, selection than what we've seen right now. Uh, and uh, Larry, uh, we we thought that you know they might get an eight nine line. Uh, the seven, I mean, that's a great matchup with Greg Marshall and his Shockers. But uh, I mean, the seven, I'm okay with the seven line, guys. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I seven, mean, absolutely. Hey, I'm going to try to work across the room here. Um, Archie Miller's here, and, and, and Archie, we're live. We're live right now. Um, when you saw when you saw Dayton up there on that seven line, what what was your immediate reaction? Uh, very excited to. Uh, Number one, get in, uh, look at Indianapolis as a place for our fans. And then, um, you know, I thought a seven seed was particularly probably generous for us, to be honest with you. And uh, very excited just being in the tournament. Wichita State, Final Four caliber program. But uh, I think maybe outside the Power Five, the last four years, the two premier programs uh, uh, in, the, in the country, along with Gonzaga, outside of the Power Five. Yeah, you know, I think so. You know, it's been our fourth year in a row, and Wichita State's been on some tremendous runs lately. They got a great team this year, obviously. Um, do things probably similar with the type of kids we get. And uh, being an indie, though, that's pretty cool right there. All right. That's Archie Miller, his reaction. I'm walk across the room. Here, got some, uh, got some senior basketball players over here I want to talk to. Uh, first of all, Ken- Ken- Kendall Pollard. Kendall? You and uh, and Scooch and Kyle, along with everyone, you've created history. Uh, The first Dayton team to go to four straight NCAA tournaments. How's this one feel? It's crazy, man. It's amazing, man. We we right up the street in Indianapolis. It's going to be amazing. Flyer Nation, I hope they all come out and support it like they usually do. You come out of high school in Chicago four years ago. Dayton believes in you. You believe in Dayton. Is this what you envisioned? Yeah, for sure. Every year we envision going to the tournament every year, but we ended the season on a two-game losing streak, so we was a bit nervous, but we happy we in, and we're excited to go to Indianapolis. All right, one of the other seniors standing next to him there, Scooch. Um, I mean, this is what it's. This is why you came to the University of Dayton for a moment like this. How's it feel? Uh, it feels good. You know, this is one of the first years I was actually nervous going into this, and I think we got a um, good setting for us, you know, playing in Indianapolis and having a fly faithful the way that they travel. They'll be there supporting us along the way. You guys have kind of played your entire career with a chip on your shoulders. Is it still there? Yeah, um, Friday will be the biggest chip that we have on our shoulder my entire career. And 
You know, it's going to be a lot, and we try to make good things happen. That's Gucci Smith, Jeremiah Bonsu. Jeremiah, you're part of that. You're part of that senior class. You are, you are the guy that that no one sees play, but the guy that everyone knows about. And your role on this team is being kind of a an emotional guru for your your your, your teammates. How's this feel right now? Uh, it's amazing. We're just we're happy we're in. Um, you know, two years ago, we uh, uh, Coach Miller used to always say they let you in, but they don't tell you when you had to come out, when you had to leave. So now we're in, and anything can happen. All right, that's uh, Jeremiah Bonsu going to work across the room here. Got some other guys want to talk to. Excuse me, kids. Excuse me, kids. Happy bunch of Dayton Flyers here. Happy bunch of Dayton Flyers here. Going to step around uh, Ben Kineski, one of the legacy guys here. His dad's a Hall of Famer, Mike Kineski. Kyle Davis, KD, this is what you came to Dayton to do. You you and uh, your fellow seniors have done something that's never happened before. Four straight NCAA tournaments. How's that feel? feels great, you know, uh, being in the NCAA tournament four years straight, but now it's all about business. We got to come in with a different mentality. It's 0-0. Got to step on that court and get a win. Is the only thing that's better than seeing your name announced on Selection Sunday, walking off the court after an NCAA tournament game with a win? Yeah, I think that's the second best. That's the first best, you know, other than seeing our name across, getting the first win in the tournament. It's a good feeling for us, too, so we get us motivated and get us confident on the next game. All right, I'm going to slide down here in the in room here, and uh, Keith and, and John and Brooks, just bear with me. I want to get a chance to talk to many guys as possible. Josh Cunningham went down in the Alabama game. Someone in, Some people might have thought you not, not even played again this year. Now you're going to play in the NCAA tournament. How's that feel? Um, it feels amazing um, just to be able to come back and um, join my teammates and do something spectacular. It's, it's always a great feeling. Now, you know, right now, just the, the emotions are going through this room. How do, You know, you guys have had a lot of highs and lows this season. How would this compare? Um, like, uh, you can't get too high, you can't get too low. Moments like this, you just got to go out there and play your hardest and just give it your all. All right. And, and sitting next to him, Charles Cook, one of this record-breaking uh, seniors, helping make Dayton basketball history. And, 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 Charles, you had a chance to play in the NCAA tournament before you came to Dayton. How does this feel different? Uh, it's just a great experience for one. Let's give God the praise, man. But uh, it's a great experience uh, two times in a row here, man. So I'm just happy we've been able to accomplish what we can and, uh, and get, a, get another shot at this thing. All right, Charles Cook, uh, again, heading back to the NCAA tournament, as are the Dayton Flyers for a unprecedented fourth straight year. Dayton will be playing against the Wichita State Shockers in Indianapolis. A wonderful opportunity for Dayton fans as we see Northwestern getting its first ever bid to the NCAA tournament. And how ironic is it that Northwestern is probably in the NCAA tournament because of their quality win over the Dayton Flyers. They built their resume on the backs of this team that's right here. But uh, Dayton in the tournament, Northwestern in the tournament, uh, John Brooks Keith, Obviously, some very excited folks here, and uh, we'll, we'll send it back to you now. All right, thanks, Larry. And we got a WHIO radio listener who's got to take a dip in the Great Miami River. I saved the tweet from that kid. Was I doing the show with one of you guys back in the fall? He said if Northwestern goes dancing, he's going swimming. Get your trunks out, kid. The WHIO radio stat department saved that tweet. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here for Connection to the Selection. It continues on the other side right here on the Home of the Flyers. From the McAfee Heating and Air Studio, this is WHIO Dayton, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a service of Cox Media Group.
News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler. The White House defending the House Republican proposal to replace Obamacare. Fox's Melanie Wilkes. Health Secretary Tom Price claims that nobody will be worse off financially. They'll have choices that they can select the kind of coverage that they want for themselves and for their family, not that government forces them to buy. Also on NBC's Meet the Press, Kathleen Sebelius. She was the Health and Human Services Secretary in the Obama administration and disputes his claim, saying there's every estimation that anywhere from 2 to 15 million people will lose coverage in this bill. Conservative Republicans concerned about the cost. President Trump says he is open to proposed changes in the bill. Parts of the East Coast bracing for a blizzard up to two feet of snow and 50 mile per hour winds forecast from New York to New England. Fox News, we report, you decide. Five-day forecast. An exclusive. An exclusive for Dayton Radio is next. Next on AM twelve ninety and News 95.7 WHIO. I listen every morning. Make AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven WHIO your first stop every day. As soon as I wake up and when I'm getting ready for work. Miami Valley's morning news weekday starting at five a.m. Simply the best on AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven WHIO. Now the exclusive AM twelve ninety and News ninety five seven WHIO five day weather forecast. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid twenties, middle to upper. 30s for highs on your Monday. Snow moving in as we head into the afternoon, and that could change over to rain for a short time, especially south by 70. Everything falling as snow as we head into the evening and overnight hours lingering into early Tuesday. Most of us getting around one, maybe two inches of snow, maybe only a trace as you head down further south. Partly cloudy, low 30s Wednesday, mostly sunny, upper 30s Thursday, back into the mid 40s, chance for rain on Friday. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 957W. WHIO. It's time for the connection to the selection live from the WHIO studios with your host, John Bedell. Connection to the selection is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now, John Bedell on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection of the Selection, brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. The Dayton Flyers are going dancing, guys, for the first time ever in their history for the fourth consecutive year. They have drawn the Wichita State Shockers in the South Region. They'll play in Indianapolis on Friday. And uh, we're now getting the 3-14 matchup in the West. Two slots left to complete this bracket. Florida State, the three-seed Seminoles, will play Dunk City. Florida Gulf Coast University. And guys, this is the last slot for the Xavier Musketeers. If they're not here, they're not in the tournament. The Maryland Terrapins are the sixth seed in the West. And Xavier is in. They are the last team that we've seen in the bracket. The Xavier Musketeers uh, squeak in here at the 11th seed in the West region. So we will see Xavier uh, in the tournament, guys. There was some speculation they could. They were on the bubble in terms of uh, coming here to Dayton, possibly. They are an 11 seed, but not one of the ones coming to Dayton. They will draw Maryland uh, in the West region. So, guys, uh, more reaction because we went straight to the Miller Estate to get – you heard the excitement uh, with Larry Hanskin, the voice of the Flyers, checking in with uh, the guys there at Archie's house uh, to the fourth straight 
to the fourth straight uh, year and a lot of excitement. What do you guys make of drawing Wichita State Shockers? Guys, really one of the premier programs in college basketball over the last probably five years. I think it's a good draw. The fact that uh, obviously, a I think everybody was happy that we get in um, Wichita State. I think you is one of those teams. They've been around. They've been in the NCAA tournament. They've made a name for themselves after kind of not being much of anything. Another one of the programs that Dayton kind of looking at themselves like, you know, that's we want to be a nationally recognized name. Constantly being in the tournament. Obviously, we've kind of laid that foundation. Uh, this being the fourth straight year that that we've been in. Um, hopefully, we are just able to continue to build on that. I think it's an opportunity for a win and then an opportunity for an even bigger game against Kentucky but obviously got to take care of business in the first one yeah it's a it's a good matchup I think that I think Larry said you know during his interview that basically it's two premier teams outside of the power five kind of over the over these last few years that the country's become familiar with and so you know it's unfortunate that those two that we have to match up with them because it's nice to see teams outside of the power five make a run you know so it you know I wish we wouldn't have to match up with them uh, first round but um, looking at the breakdown I think that's one that we can definitely get and then looking ahead because we're allowed to do that here in the studio yep, yep, <laughs> um, I think that Kentucky the, the, of course it's not a great matchup I mean they're loaded with talent but they're young and and anytime you have guys we talked about it earlier guys that haven't gone through the experience of the tournament um, they don't always handle that well and, and we've got a, a veteran ball club that would definitely be ready for that one I, I think you look at a team like Kentucky too with with young guys that haven't been there uh, obviously they play they play on a bigger stage throughout the season but now it's more of a national recognized this is the NCAA tournament you may get guys that try to do too much or, or kind of shoot themselves into a slump or try to be the selfish one to be the hero for the tournament and it, it messes up the rest of the team and the chemistry so uh, that's always ha- but we got to get there first yeah and, right and you know again we talk about the experience these guys have and going through the tournament and our, our travel is an hour and a half we're, I mean, we're going we're going right across the border here to to Indianapolis, which is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you spend as much time at home as possible. We're right there. Obviously, there's going to be a ton of Dayton fans there because oh my God, Dayton be fans so loud, travel yeah. everywhere. Yeah, so red. It's go yeah. So it's, red. It's going to be a, a another fantastic uh, <laughs> environment to play in. You thought Columbus was fun uh, back in 2015 when they played Providence. This this is going to be fun, guys. That's. Uh, Interesting that the committee uh, sends Dayton just a couple of hours west when they're sending VCU out to what, Sacramento? Salt Lake City, they're getting sent out west. Funny what happens uh, when you win an 18-game slate. Yeah, VCU's committee, going out west, yeah. Committee does reward mm-hmm. uh, regular season turn- or regular season titles, which uh, you'd look at the way they shuffled around uh, VCU, Rhodey, and Dayton. It's funny how that works. You know what? And on a deeper level, maybe, just maybe, Dayton is starting to get um, – a little bit of love as far as resume um being to the tournament several years in a row and what archie has done archie miller's name kind of nationally and what our our seniors have done um, we've gotten some national notoriety so uh, that seven seed and and coach said it uh, when he was interviewed by larry he thinks it was generous so maybe we're to the point where we've turned the corner and we get a little bit of love based off of history and and body of work over the last few years you know the cool thing that i thought larry said too was uh northwestern makes their first ever ncaa tournament appearance and the big win on their resume is dayton 
That's true. Which is, you know, when have we been that? And that's, again, we're, we're doing the right things uh, with our program that we're getting, uh, getting more recognition, getting a little bit more respect. And, and you know, again, I, I reflect back to my senior year, uh, no, uh, junior year, when we had the four seed, right? Oh, and that's, so that's when they start this whole pod system where you're, if the top four top seeds, four, we're right. going to try to keep you closer to home. And we go with the four seed out to Spokane, Washington, and Ohio State comes with what I think they maybe had a five or a six and went to Indianapolis. Right. And I was like, that. so, you know, it's, yeah, you got the higher number, but you got the worst travel and, and wasn't necessarily as beneficial. So the four was not as good as a five or a six would have been to just go stay home, basically. Well, and let's not, let's not pretend, you know, I'm going to bring it up. Money plays a part, too. Oh, um, absolutely. You know, so... So, and I bring that up because let's give some credit to the fans. I mean, you mm-hmm. can't convince me that it wasn't in the back of the committee's mind when when deciding where to send them uh, to put them close to home because they know we do travel well. Our they fans do. do. Yeah. So, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Want to go back to the hotline? We got Larry Hanskin, the voice of the Flyers at the Archie Miller Estate, and he is joined now live by the president of the University of Dayton, Dr. Eric Spina. Larry, what does Dr. Spina think about this draw? Well, we're going to find out, uh, you know, Dr. Spina, this is your first time around experiencing this. Uh, so how's it feel to see your student athletes uh, do something that's never been done in the history of the University of Dayton? Well, very exciting, especially happy for the seniors. I mean, they've worked awfully hard over four years under coach's guidance. Uh, the pride that they exhibit is really, really exciting for, for me as president. For the students, the faculty, the alumni, the parents involved with the University of Dayton, what does a moment like this mean? Well, a lot of pride all all across the country right now. And the folks I've met over the last year uh, puffing out their chest just a little bit more. Seven seed uh, in Indianapolis. I think we're going to turn that town red. So it's a moment of great pride. All right. uh, That's Dr. Eric Spina. This is the first one under his watch. Many more to come, no doubt. Uh, And, again, uh, guys, uh, things are kind of – calming down here as I think they're starting to watch tape already. They're starting to break down uh, Wichita State uh, and getting ready for that game on Friday in Indianapolis and that'll take care of uh, my portion of the program here tonight. Uh, Again, a happy scene here uh, at Archie's house uh, as Dayton goes back to the NCAA tournament and a game on Friday in Indianapolis against Wichita State. All right, Larry Hanson, the voice of the Flyers, checking in from the Archie Miller Estate with Dr. Eric Spina, the president of University of Dayton, checking in, guys. Dr. Spina talked about turning Indianapolis, quote, turning the town red. I like the way that man thinks. That is going to be a bum rush of Dayton fans making the two-hour trek on I-70 West to go to Indy. Uh, I'm looking at getting tickets already. I mean, I don't know if i got to stay here for postgame, but I'm going to make the argument to take this show on the road. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> <Right>? Indianapolis. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I've got people working on it, too. So what do you, I mean, guys, it's, it's just, I mean, we're literally seeing history here with the Dayton Flyers program. First time ever we've seen this program make four straight and guys, as we were just starting to talk about before we go to Larry uh, with Dr. Spina, might we, you know, this date, Keith, you and I talked about this a couple weeks ago at Flanagan's. It's, it's all about that name on the chest in terms of what's that school name on the Jersey starting to carry some clout. Might it is start and, seeing and, some benefit of that with Dayton. Absolutely, it is. I think uh, I think you see it already. Um, you know, we used to talk about how hard it is to schedule teams to come to the arena just because of the fans, and it's such a difficult place to play. Uh, obviously, things like this are making it even more difficult. But uh, you know, I think you see us playing in uh, like preseason non-conference tournaments uh, every single year now because. Uh, you know, we, we carry a name now. We carry fans that are going to come with us, that are going to watch. Uh, I, John, I remember talking with you about it. Um, 
being a former player, and I don't know how Brooks feels about this, so it'll be the first time that I talk to him about it. But you know, I'm I'm proud of this team. I'm proud of the program. Proud of where they are. But at the same time, I'm a bit jealous because you know they they did it four times. We did it we did it just twice and didn't get right. a win out of it. Oh, and yeah. it's like you know yeah. you kick yourself in the butt a little bit. Coulda, shoulda, woulda. But but again, I, I, you know, I'm I'm really happy for them. I'm I'm proud to be an alum. I'm proud to be a Dayton Flyer fan. And uh, you know to go into work and and brag about the team and talk about how good we are and and um, everything that comes along with that is is pretty cool right now. Yeah, absolutely, man. We share the same <laughs> the same feelings on that, and and it's from a it's from a, a fun place. Obviously, we support um, everything that that the teams have the teams have done over the last several years, and and the guys, this senior class, um, especially the three that have been here four years, deserve um, a lot of the credit, if not all the credit, to really help. Uh, not all the critics actually the, the year before the Devin and D Sandoval mm-hmm. and that that group also had a, played a big part in that but just becoming a prominent fixture in the NCAA tournament and then to actually win some games in the tournament um, you know these guys deserve a lot of the credit for kind of putting Dayton on the map we like to say that we had been on the map but it was on a regional scale if we're being honest um, but but now I, I truly believe that Dayton in, in the world of college basketball is on a national scale um, like your mid-majors and we don't feel that we're mid-major here but like your Gonzaga's your Butler's and and some of those more prominent mid-major programs we're, we're in that same discussion and, and that's thanks to this, this senior class and, and what Archie has done since being here well mid-major in the sense of not power five I think correct. a lot of Dayton correct. fans tend to hear mid-major and they get chapped about it which right. I don't really think it's – it's not a pejorative. I think a lot yeah. of people treat it as such. True. But if you know – I mean, if we anybody follows the program like we do, and like a lot of you know Flyer fans follow this program closely, it's a it's an intelligent and crazy, rabid fan base. Mm-hmm. There's nothing mid-major about this school. You know, it's with the facilities guys they got. That's on par with a lot of Power 5 programs. The fan support is not mid-major. Uh, the game day atmosphere is not. Uh, the kind of talent they got here is not – I mean, it's maybe a notch below – you know, you're not recruiting like a Kansas or a UNC, but you know, not many schools I mean, are. I mean, he's in he's in four star living rooms now. I mean, yeah, it's he is. you know, so Gucci's four. Yeah, so it's yeah. no, and I, I completely agree with you. It's yeah. it's mid major from from for the outside world for yeah. conversation purposes because you said it's not Power Five. Like I said, we we here that's been involved with the program, fans, players, whatever. We know it's not mid major, and we carry ourselves like a major program. It's starting to pay off. And you can call us up, Flyer fans, 457-1290 is the number if you want to jump on with us and talk about Dayton's draw. They will play the Wichita State Shockers. Dayton draws a seven seed in the South region. They'll play Wichita State in Indianapolis on Friday. Still waiting for a time. Uh, guys, we will pass that along as soon as we get it. Uh, but they fill out the bracket first. We'll see the times and TV networks kind of trickle out as the week goes on. And guys, if they're fortunate enough and good enough to beat the Wichita State Shockers, because that is a really, really good program out of the Missouri Valley, uh, the winner would more than likely get Kentucky. Uh, who are we kidding? The NKU Norris out of the Horizon League are probably not going to get John Calipari and his Kentucky Wildcats. But we talk about the committee weaving storylines into the bracket. Here's one. Pitt and Kentucky against NKU. That's a matchup that much like uh, what we see uh, Wichita State, Kansas was that last year, the year before weaving matchups into the bracket that you would not see in a lifetime in the regular season slate. So that's an interesting, I think, matchup with the Norris taking on the Wildcats. Uh, you can call us up. You can tweet me at jbedlwhio, and uh, we'll be here till 8 o'clock uh, talking about uh, the Dayton Flyers going dancing for the fourth straight year, the first time ever in this program's history that's happened. We will uh, talk about that coming out on the other side of break right here on the Home of the Flyers.
the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Spring brings many things to Dayton, including Hoops Madness, and the team at Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating want to congratulate the UD Flyers on another great season. Second to every business owner who wants to be a champion, don't forget the first impression customers get of your business is your parking lot. They can handle all of your asphalt and seal coating needs to make it look like new, so trust the pros at Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Call 937-454-0571 for a free quote. 454-0571, Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, Go Flyers! Before the Dayton Flyers even begin pregame warm-ups, they have a game plan, one that looks for opportunities and at the same time prepares them for the unexpected they may encounter. Have the professionals at LifePlan Financial Group put together your financial life plan so that you too can have the confidence in the biggest game of all, life. Call LifePlan at 438-8000 or go online to LifePlanFG.com. LifePlan Financial Group, fee-only financial planners and proud supporters of the Dayton Flyers. When you're dealing with a disease as serious as cancer, you know that your treatment needs to be as individual as you are. You need professionals who make you feel that way. And at Dayton Physicians Network, that's what we do. We schedule our hours around you, nights, weekends, and an urgent care just for cancer patients. We want every minute of your care to make you feel as special as you are, to make you feel like you're home. When you need us, come home to Dayton Physicians Network. Visit us at DaytonPhysicians.com. Time to make Tuesdays your new tradition at Bagger Dave's. You and your squad can snag a juicy Great American Cheeseburger with our famous hand-cut fries or sweet potato chips for just $5.95 all day long. And from 2 to 6 in the afternoon, you'll get $4 craft draft beers, $4 craft cocktails, and some of our $4 appetizers like our Santa Fe nachos, Sloppy Dave's fries, and Southwestern chicken dip. Your new tradition starts at the Bagger Dave's in Centerville and Westchester. See you on Tuesday. Bagger Dave's. Locals want Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here for Connection to the Selection. We're taking this thing all the way till 8 o'clock tonight. Connection to the Selection is brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Also sponsored by Life Plan Financial Group. When life happens, call Life Plan. By Kettering Physician Network, care centered around you. To find a doc, call 1-844-KPN-DOCS. By Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps, locally family-owned, keeping fire in its place since 1987. And by Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating, trust your parking lot or driveway to the professionals. Group of professionals here, John Bedell, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, with you here for Connection to the Selection. We're taking this thing all the way to 8 o'clock. We'll check in. Uh, Channel 7 Sports Director, my co-worker at uh, Channel 7, Mike Hartsock, will stop by the studio. Guys, when he gets back from the Archie Miller estate, he's getting a reaction with the players right now from New Center 7-Eleven. We'll check in with uh, Eric Farrell, a guy you guys both know, former assistant on the Dayton staff. He's now with the local organizing committee, the Big Hoopla. They run uh, the first four locally, so we'll talk to Eric about the teams that we have uh, drawn to come here to Dayton. We will see eight teams total. Guys, it'll be uh, four 16 seats coming here. 
NC Central and UC Davis, they'll square off to play uh, for the right to play Kansas. And Mount St. Mary's and New Orleans will play Tuesday night uh, for the rights to take on the number one overall seed, the Villanova Wildcats. Uh, also, in terms of the Power 5 schools, we'll see here, guys, we'll Power 5 in the Big East. We'll see Kansas State and Wake Forest. They will play uh, in the South region here in Dayton. That's Tuesday night. And we will also see Providence and USC uh, Wednesday night. The Dayton Flyers, guys, the seventh seed in the South region. They are going to Indianapolis to play Friday on St. Patrick's Day. And they will play the Wichita State Shockers. Pretty good. I mean, it's a tough draw, guys, because we got a 7-10 with Wichita State. Winner would get Kentucky, the two-seed Wildcats. Uh, they're playing NKU the first time ever for the Norris getting a bid. And, guys, I don't see any trouble uh, Kentucky getting by them. Uh, two, let's talk about this because we have not yet. I think kudos to the committee for leaving Syracuse out of the field of 68. That was a team that, for some reason, you talk about brand recognition, Brooks. They get the benefit of the doubt when it comes to that. They had a resume that I didn't think uh, was deserving of the tournament. They had a 18-14 and 14 overall record, an RPI of 84, 64 strength of schedule. The Orange were 6-8 and eight versus the top 50. Guys, I think that was good to see the Syracuse Orange left out of this year's tournament because I don't think they had any business in it. No, I completely agree. And, and looking at... There's, there honestly were only a couple of questionable teams that got in. I mean, the Michigan State, I think what they 19 went 19 and 14, but we kind of talked off the air. They Close had a bru- 500. Yeah, and, but but they had a brutal brutal non-conference, non-conference as Keith you know mentioned off off the air. Um, Vanderbilt, that that one I question. I'm looking at there. I, th- I think they were they another 19 win year, uh, I believe. Yeah, that one's somewhat questionable, but yeah, I mean, you got to give. <laughs> You have to give opportunities for teams that don't necessarily get the looks that had an amazing year. You know, 26, 27 win teams not getting in, that's hard to justify an 18 win team getting in. So I'm absolutely glad that the committee made the decision to leave Syracuse out. Who were the teams that the bubble teams that didn't get in? I know we talked about so Syracuse and Syracuse, Illinois State. Who else was The other down two there? that CBS kind of focused on, guys, uh, were Iowa and Cal. Okay. So the four that CBS tended to kind of focus on in their um, in their last four, or the first four, let's say, out, Syracuse, Illinois State, Iowa, and Cal. Now, the Redbirds is a team, guys, I would have liked to see them in, but I think with, with their, the Missouri Valley, with their title game a full week before Selection Sunday, I just didn't think the yeah. Redbirds... Now, had that flip-flopped, and had we seen Illinois State win the Missouri Valley instead of Wichita State, a lot of people thought, you know, maybe Wichita State, talk about brand name, because of the brand recognition, might they have gotten in? But when they lose that title game, guys, and then sit for a week, I didn't think there was going to be a chance that they were going to be able to hold up against enough teams hopping over them. You know, bids. We didn't see a whole lot of bid steals this year, but I didn't think there was going to be a good shot that had Illinois State lost the MVC title game like they did last week. I just, I hate it. I would, I would have liked to see the Redbirds in this field, but I didn't think there would seeing them lose, and they got blowed out. By the Shockers last week in the Missouri Valley Conference title game, so it was kind of tough. It's to probably the way they lost. Game. I mean, that, yeah. that really did that's it. Did them in. Yeah, you right. Know. I mean, it, it, going out like that's going to leave a bad taste in anybody's mouth, and yeah, it's tough. Uh, and I think watching and paying closer attention as it gets closer to obviously today being Selection Sunday uh, and listening to all the big heads talk about it. Um, you know, the one thing that kind of struck out as, at me was they were almost throwing out overall records and just looking at you know RPI uh, record against top 50 wins and uh, you know Jay Billis being one of the guys that said you know in basketball teams lose everybody's going to lose right. you've, and it, you've proven that you can lose to 
good teams or bad teams. That's but have you proven that you can beat good teams? And so you may have a bad loss, but do you have any good wins to kind of counteract that? And I think that's maybe where some of the other bubble teams get burst. It's just another thing to to look at and talk about. It was just an interesting perspective as as opposed to just saying, well, this team had 25 wins and they didn't get in, or they only had 20 wins versus 18. Well. You know, maybe they had a maybe they had a tough run during the season. Uh, you know, you look at a team like Xavier lost a whole bunch of games straight, and they were struggling to find an identity after they lose their point guard. Creighton in the same boat. You lose a point guard, and you got to you know three quarters of the way through the season figure out what you're going to do and find a new identity and right the ship. And I think uh, you know the committee has given those two teams at least uh, a chance to at least prove themselves. And that's why it gets it gets complicated, man. When you're trying to figure out, it, it's a chess match when, when trying to piece together your schedule. And, and there's so many layers of, of of putting together a schedule. So you know, Dayton, for example, knowing the A10 is full of landmines, full of games that teams can beat you because they're good enough. But if they beat you, it kills your resume. And no quality wins on the opposite to go get. Yeah, so few. Right, exactly. So it's. Do you, you have to load up in your non-conference schedule, but then you have to be careful with who you schedule because you can't go out and lose all your non-conference games. I mean, so it's 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 a it's really tricky trying to put together the perfect schedule um, to to not mess you up long term with your NCAA resume. Uh, John Cheney out at Temple used to do that. I'll play anybody anywhere. I don't care, <laughs> right? And they, they would they would almost they would be have they would have really good teams yep. and they come out of non conference schedule like five hundred yep. team and it's yep. like what's I going remember. on with Temple? But all they did was play top twenty five teams. Like that's all their non conference was. And you know just because I know about it, but when my brother was at Florida State, they would play nobody in the non-conference and they come out like 14 and 0 and it's like and you start ACC tournament and you finish the season 500 <laughs> two, tough, yeah. two opposite ways but for the first works. time ever the Dayton Flyers are going dancing for a fourth consecutive year John Bedell former Flyers Keith Walskowski Brooks Hall and you here for connection to the selection it continues after we break for news right here on the home of the Flyers AM 1290 and news 95.7 WHIO Dayton and Springfield's 24 hour news weather and traffic on air online at WHIO and in the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. Fox News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler. Pennsylvania's governor ordering flags flown at half-staff to honor a fire official killed by an accused drunk driver on his way to a house fire in Harrisburg. It claimed the life of a three-year-old girl, Mark Hughes, her grandfather. We can't replace her. The pain so deep. Four others injured, too critically. That fire blamed on a recharging hoverboard. The White House wants the House and Senate Intelligence Committees to investigate leaks and the president's claims he was wiretapped by his predecessor. In order for the Intelligence Committees to complete those findings, they need whatever evidence the White House has to back up those claims. Claims that former President Barack Obama ordered the wiretapping of Trump Tower right before the election. Fox's Kristen Fisher, that House committee requesting the evidence. Fox News, we were you decide. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide. UD fans and Highfield door sales are flying high with the Flyers. Hi, I'm Rodney Highfield with Highfield door sales, a proud supporter of the Dayton Flyers. Like the Flyers, we are committed to excellence. 
Our well-trained installers and service technicians serve our customers with a first-class installation. Come see our selection of garage doors, storm doors, entry doors, garage door screens, retractable awnings, garage floor coatings, and organizers. We take pride in every job. And remember, at Highfield Door Sales, our doors are always open. Go Flyers! You're invited to visit First Floor's Spring Preview in their spacious greenhouses at 1306 Troy Street in Old North Dayton. Relaxing and enjoyable. Get those you love something green for St. Patrick's Day. Experience the colors and aromas of blooming flowers and plants grown locally at First Floor's warm greenhouses. Choose from Lily's Bulb Gardens, a great selection to freshen up your outlook. For 112 years, Dayton's first name in spring is First Florist and Garden Center. Visit firstflorist.com. Take that first deep breath. Spring is here. Valley and Ohio's election headquarters is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Miami Valley listeners, it's the Talkmaster Neil Bortz. Don't miss hearing me every weekday morning on Miami Valley's Morning News. Whether you live in Kettering, Huber Heights, Miamisburg, Springfield, or Fairborn, you can catch me. 525-755 AM on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, this is Larry Hansden on Miami Valley's Morning News. Listen every Monday at 7.50 as I'll be talking to Neil live. Every Monday at 7.50 AM right here WHIO. And if that's not enough for you, subscribe and listen to my BortsCast. Unfiltered, insensitive, long form. Go to connectpal.com slash BortsCast, B-O-O-R-T-Z-C-A-S-T at connectpal.com. See you weekday mornings at 525 and 755 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. Middle to upper 30s for highs on your Monday with mostly cloudy skies. Snow moving in as we head into the afternoon. That could mix over with rain for a short time. Everything, though, changes back over to snow as we head overnight into early Tuesday. Most of us getting around one, maybe two inches of snow by Tuesday afternoon. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. But if it goes... of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here this afternoon. We're taking this thing until 8 o'clock. This is Connection to the Selection on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Also sponsored by... Bagger Dave's Burger Tavern. Great burgers and craft beer starts here. By the Dayton Physician Network Cancer Care and Urology. We are close to home. Call us first. We're here for you. And also brought to you by First Floors and Garden Center, serving the Dayton area since 1905. John Bedell, Keith Walskowski, and Brooks Hall here with you for connection to the selection. And guys, this Dayton team's made history. They're going dancing for the fourth straight year. Uh, Kendall Pollard, Scoochie Smith, Kyle Davis have been to the tournament all four years of their careers here at UD. What a group this is, guys. And now their last march starts. We were talking during break. You know, the committee loves to weave storylines into this into this bracket. We see matchups it's given us over the years. Kansas, Wichita State in recent years. That's a program or a game that Kansas straight out refuses to put on their schedule. <laughs> uh, but Greg Marshall and company got the Jayhawks uh, a couple, uh, couple years ago. 
we see we've seen uh, Dayton Syracuse. We saw a rematch last year. We see Kentucky versus NKU this year. That's a regional matchup and a, another game that you would not see on the regular season slate. The Norse uh, win the Horizon League to earn their first tournament berth ever. And guys, uh, the committee. I'm, I'm sure the NCAA loves loves to have two teams within driving a respectable driving distance and two rabid fan bases uh, not too dissimilar from each other. I don't think Kentucky and Dayton in Indy. That's that's going to mean good things for ticket sales. I oh, would think probably probably sell out. <laughs> oh, that, come on, John. They, they don't make decisions based off of what they think ticket sales what? would be. Come on, come man. On. Hey, get out of here with that. <laughs> uh, did, didn't they? Oh no, that was Cronin talking about the seating. The, 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 this this no, uh, Cronin was Cronin. Yeah, talking about the NCAA tournament makes their seating decisions and location decisions based on <laughs> based on ticket sales and fans and and money. And they kind of said, no, yeah, no, we don't, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah they y- yes, they do. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but the team, I mean, we are. Nudge, I mean, nudge, know what I mean, know what I mean? Y- you know what, it's funny, we were talking about, kind of off there, how they, and they can justify it, but it's also nice. It, it's it's credit to how far Dayton has come, because even though they may not have deserved a seven, I know a lot of people has eight, nine, or maybe even lower after, after our last two losses, the committee can justify giving Dayton a seven, um, and people aren't going to look look at them sideways like oh they didn't deserve a seven the year yeah. we got a four seed <laughs> my senior year your junior yeah. year the, the committee got um crushed for that and it was because we didn't have the history in the tournament and people the a10 didn't have the respect around the the country and and then we proceeded to make all those people who was it we played tulsa tulsa man and they weren't a 12 seed either well, they had injuries all year, and that's another thing. I mean, they had injuries for for like the first half of the year, so yeah. they weren't full strength till later in the year. But but anyway, back then the NCAA committee took a beating for giving Dayton a four seed. Well, you know, again, they were able to kind of justify this seven seed because we we've had a history in the tournament. We've got a hot coach. We've got seniors that people are familiar with. I mean, that's just kind of how far we've come. It's yeah, it's not a it's not a surprise name, right? You've, right. you've heard about us. Right. We've been there past couple of years. Yeah, that was uh, that was the thing, guys. I, thought, I think we saw it two years ago in 2015 when we beat Boise State. We talked about the aforementioned first four game for Dayton earlier in the show. Um, that I think was just a, a year where the committee was driving the struggle bus <laughs> with some of the people they put in the tournament. <coughs> Indiana and UCLA come to mind, although UCLA did end up making a run, so they made the committee look good by doing that. But that was the year, guys, that I think there was a lot of. I don't think there was a lot of uproar for putting Dayton in Dayton, one from the Boise State oh, yeah. crowd, and two, Dayton, looking at the resume, just should not have been. And they were the last team in that year because the committee, when they released their seed line right after, which they've done now, 1 through 68, had said, yeah, we were waiting on the Big Ten title game. I forget who won the Big Ten because title game Because if it would have gone year. the other day, and they the other said, way, Dayton would have been out. Yeah, they would have been out. People were like, what the? And we were know, sitting up here, here comfortable, like yeah, nothing to worry about. That was, a year, that was a year where I think we got the opposite, where they just yeah. kind of really, I think, showed no respect at all to this Dayton program two yeah. years ago. Yeah, that's true. Just the opposite here, where I think we were all panicking, oh, God, 8-9, 8-9, maybe, you know, with what they did Friday with the clunker in Pittsburgh against Davidson. But guys, Archie Miller even said it to Larry Hanskin here live on our airwaves, saying, and I think that's maybe a little generous, so maybe we're starting to see, you know, four straight, that Dayton on the chest start to carry some clout with the, with the committee. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's for sure what we're seeing. And, and but it's been a long time coming. I mean, oh, yeah, it's been a lot of hard work. You know, a lot of hard work. A lot of because the Dayton fans, um, let's just call it how it is. They've had these type of expectations the entire time. Oh yes. <laughs> I mean, so yeah. you know, yeah. so they've had as as a fan base, and now I can say we, because you know, I'm I'm a fan. 
you you have because you have so much pride in in the program, and and because you you love the Flyers and and what they do for the community. It's just kind of what there is around here. I mean, it's just Dayton basketball in the Dayton and surrounding areas. That's just what what you do and who you follow. Um, so those ex that comes with a lot of expectations. So it's nice now to finally um have a team that lives up to them. Yeah. So realize. so if they don't make the tournament, it is actual letdown as opposed to the years where we weren't making the tournament. And, and we probably shouldn't have made the tournament, and people were furious, right. <laughs> like like we should have been in, you know. So it's it's not the it's not the cliche. It's the beginning <laughs> of the season. Everybody's still got a shot. Yeah, right. Come on, guys, right. here we go. And when right. you know your team's going to be horrible, anyways. No, they're, they're <laughs> legit expectations now, and living up to them, which is awesome. Yeah, this was uh, Archie said. I'll never forget, guys, that press conference when he was hired in April of 2011 when we got introduced to him in the media and the first time the public was able to see him over at the arena in uh, Besh Lounge. He said, look, we're going to get back to competing for conference titles every year. They've done that the last two. They didn't have to share it with anybody this year. Uh, and he said, we're about winning conference championships, and we're about getting back to the NCAA tournament every single year. And to his credit, at the time, AD Director Tim Wobbler said, as we sat, the media did, over across the street here on campus with no head coach after uh, BG went to Georgia Tech, we were sitting in the Cronin Center and uh, – uh, Wobbler said, look, we're going to go out and find a coach that's going to get us back to the NCAA tournament every single year. And they've done that. Archie Miller's delivered, took them, you know, I think they were kind of ahead of schedule in 2014. Archie even admitted that during that run. Who would have ever expected Elite Eight, you know? Uh, but they, they were ahead of schedule. And guys, the success, I mean, this the senior class continues to rack up just record after record. Well, when's the last, when is the last time that, that we've seen basketball analysts and incredible ones pick Dayton for their legit Final Four team. I mean, w- without it being my 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 crazy pick of the tournament is Dayton. No, I mean, there are, are several, I won't say several, there were a handful that I've seen um, of guys that have picked Dayton as their sleeper Final Four pick. Oh, yeah. I mean, so to even be in those conversations, whether you agree with it or not, um, for, for people to be picking Dayton as their team, man, that's another testament. Yeah. And not not it be the one, the, 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 the one wild lady that on a fluke you know, got the bracket right on right, accident because right. as she was just filling Being in, silly. rolling the dice and filling in numbers or something like that. Or, or people picking brackets because their favorite mascot and they yeah. happen to be a flyer. But yeah, you know, <laughs> or some, some random experience <laughs> running yeah. to the board. Yeah. So no, it's um, you know, and it's a good feeling as, as a flyer fan. Um, it, it's good when you see your team getting that respect, and 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 it's and it's fun to have expectations, and it's fun to 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 be emotionally invested and, and this flyer fan base is is so invested emotionally i mean people uh, keith we've seen it i know john you people cry after oh yeah big losses and uh, i oh, mean yeah. <laughs> i mean the people really care about this team we had people and, and not that i you know i and we all knew it as alums and you guys who you know you actually played there i did not and it's hard for people to believe uh but you know we knew what this program means to people but for me, what, what really drove it home that this program transcends basketball for so many people in this community is that Elite Eight run. Brooks, you talk about people crying after losses. We had people, it was phenomenal. Local radio, people calling in and crying <laughs> on the radio after the Syracuse and the Stanford wins. I remember, never forget, he wasn't crying, but he got a little emotional. Monk Meineke's son calling in. He died that September, just before, months before the tournament. He said, you know, I know my dad is watching this and he's loving every minute of it. And he's smiling ear to ear up there right now and I just remember so many people called in and said you know my I lost my dad or my or my mom or my sister or you know some other family member who was crazy crazy flyer fans and that run reminded them so much 
of memories they had with these loved ones who had passed on and people just getting so emotional like that. It was so clear during that run that this program so transcends basketball for so many people in this community. And there was, that's those, what was it? Two and a half, three weeks, guys. That was some of the most fun I've ever had in my life were those two and a half weeks where they were making that Elite Eight run. I remember running around like a maniac in my house in Miami Township shouting V. Sanford's name at the top of my lungs. I took a lap around the newsroom when we beat Syracuse, just screaming we did it. I don't even remember it, but coworkers told me that's what I was yelling. I mean, just, you know, <laughs> it was fun. It was it was some of the most fun I've ever had as a sports fan, particularly as a lifelong Cleveland victim. Uh, you know, that was just, those were special, special times. And how cool would that be if we could see another one of those runs this year? Because, guys, there's nothing like it when this Flyers team is, is streaking in the tournament. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome to be around, to be a part of just, you know, the atmosphere, uh, you know, around the city here in Dayton. Uh, what'll be up in Indianapolis for the weekend when they're up there is going to be uh, incredible to be a part of. And uh, obviously, I'm sure the team's looking forward to it. I know we're looking forward to you it. You know it. Just everybody involved is, uh, it, it's a special time of year. It's fun to be uh, active in this time of year and not sitting on the couch saying, oh, it's, I, you know, I still like college basketball. There's going to be good games. Right, My team's yep. not one of them, though. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's it, it's awesome to be uh, to be a part of it. So here's a fun stat for you guys. Hat tip to New Center 7 Sports Director Mike Hartsock for digging up this nugget that there's five teams coming into the tournament on losing streaks, so two or more. South Carolina, Florida, Butler, Oklahoma State and your Dayton Flyers, the five teams at least that we could find coming into this tournament on two-game losing skids. Uh, we talked earlier about what they got to do to, you know, just the tweaks you guys noticed the last couple games in terms of what they need to change to get back up off the schneid. Uh, what I th- This reaction that we're seeing from these guys, we heard it. We've seen it on Twitter. David Jablonski, our friend and colleague from the Dayton Daily News, just posted a video that I retweeted of Archie's reaction from those guys, a short video. What, what kind of extra juice does this give this team guys like moving from now until friday as we look ahead to indianapolis against (coughs) wichita state what is this kind of juice of knowing man we're in this field we got wichita state the board is set what does this kind of emotion do to help this team reset and get back on the rails oh it it definitely rejuvenates uh, um the team and and the reason being is because yeah the regular season is fun and, and and playing for a conference title and 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 getting up for the the um, Atlantic 10 tournament and even you know your preseason there's just a lot of hype around the season and it's all fun it's all it's all good but at the end of, of the day anyone that plays division one basketball um, the ultimate goal is to get to the big dance and and for several teams the ultimate goal is to win a national championship some teams just want to get there they just want to make it to the dance and experience it but then you have a handful of teams that, that legitimately feel they can win it and and, and want to win it so our Dayton team is one of those teams. They, they are definitely one of those teams that, because number one, we've experienced it in, in 14, where we made a run and, and, and was in contention. And two, because they just believe in each other. They believe in their coach wholeheartedly. They believe in, in one another. So they feel they can make a run. And, and so now the time is here. You know, you, you go through the grind of the practices and the, to get to this moment. So for that moment to finally be here, it's easy to wake up and, and get rejuvenated for this last run. Yeah, you know, I think the word that you just said that sticks out to me is the grind. Uh, you look at late January, going through February, the grind of the season, the grind of practice. It's cold outside. Nobody wants to be outside at all. And you, you've got seemingly lesser teams either coming into the arena or you're going to Fordham for a game, whatever that is. Um, and 
there's times where you go to play a game and it's almost like, well, at least we don't have to play. At least we don't have to practice today. At least we get to play a game and it should be a little bit more fun. But you're not necessarily super pumped up for it. You're just let's go out and play hard and, and win the game because that's what we're supposed to do. But not necessarily totally excited to do it. Now, I think you're just you're excited. Practices. Everybody's going to be hooting and hollering, bouncing off the walls. Uh, you got some really high level practices that will go on. The games will be, you know, everybody's going to be. Super excited for that. You watch this team, too, when they come down. And, Brooks, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But there's times where you come in practice and you almost have to bring, like, a fake enthusiasm oh, to try to get sure. everybody pumped yeah, up and, absolutely. you know, let the coaches know that you're not just going through the motions type of thing. And, you know, I watch this team come down the come down the tunnel uh, in the arena before the games and they're all together in arms, singing songs, doing dances, all that stuff. But that becomes, like, it's not fake anymore. And it's going to be that much louder and, every, and guys are going to be that much more active. <clears throat> Um, and like we said, it's it doesn't matter who you're playing. You get, you're going to be up for that game. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety is the number. We got some guys on the phone, but Sean and Oakwood, I want to hang on to you after break because we're up against it right now. But we will get to your call. So Sean and Oakwood, hang on more of your calls and your tweets as we're here for connection to the selection. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here for it. It continues after we take a break and pay some bills right here on the home of the Flyers. The home of the Flyers. AM twelve ninety and news ninety five seven WHIO. It's Toyota's One for Everyone sales event, and your Toyota dealer has something for everyone. Like America's best-selling car, the built-in-the-USA Toyota Camry. With available V6 power, blind spot monitoring, and wireless charging for your smartphone. Now through April 3rd, you can get $2,500 cash back on the bold new 2017 Camry, including Camry hybrids. Or you can get 0% APR financing for 72 months on Camry, plus $1,000 bonus cash with $1,389 per thousand borrowed. You can also save big on Toyota's low leases on Camry. Lease and financing subject to approved credit through TFS. And every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care. Two-year, no-cost maintenance. For complete details on all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's One for Everyone sales event, and your Toyota dealer has one for you. Now through April 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Do you have an ugly face on your fireplace? As homeowners, we remodel everything in the home. However, we continue to live with that outdated, inefficient fireplace. Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps will turn that mess into the showpiece you deserve. Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps is your full-service provider of all things chimney and fireplace. Gas fireplaces, wood and pellet stoves, gas log sales, service and repair. Family owned since 1982. Visit us online at abbeyroadchimneysweeps.com. Man, it's good to be home. So what did I miss? Well, a couple of soccer games. Oh man, are the kids mad at me? No, but they're disappointed. <sighs> if you're a Class A or B CDL driver tired of living life on the road, it's time to apply at Spears Transfer and Expediting. Enjoy great home time and no forced dispatch, so you're home most nights and weekends. Plus a great benefits package and bonuses. Apply today at 937-999-7777. Spears Transfer and Expediting gets you home. Hi, Greg McAfee here from McAfee Heating and Air. What a winter. 30 degrees and snow one day with 70 and sunshine the next. Out-of-season temperatures brings out-of-season savings for you. Now through April 15th, receive up to $2,500 off qualifying systems. That's right, instant cash back of up to $2,500. 
Call 438-1976 or find us online at mcair.com. Any season, any time, McAfee. Heart disease is the number one killer in America. It affects one out of every three women and is the leading cause of death for men. Just like on the court, a team effort is what it takes to be successful when attacking this foe. From risk reduction to prevention, Kettering Physician Network cardiologists are Ohio's top choice for heart care. Let our team of specialists help you maintain a healthy and active life. When it comes to conquering heart disease, let's make this a slam dunk. Visit MyHeartOhio.org. Kettering Physician Network. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection. John Bedell, former Flyers Keith Wallace and Brooks Hall and you here for Connection to the Selection, which is brought to you this afternoon by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Connection to the Selection is also sponsored by McAfee Heating and Air. Trust the team at McAfee Heating and Air to keep your home comfortable. Any season, any time, call 1-800-AIR-REPAIR today. By Spears Trucking, they have immediate openings for Class A CDL drivers. Contact contact them today at 937-898-9700 and by Highfield Door Sales. Remember, at Highfield Door Sales, our doors are always open. John Bedell, Brooks Hall, Keith Walskowski, and you Flyer fans here for, uh, I almost said Flyer feedback, at force of habit. Connection to the selection here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A couple ways for you to check in. You can tweet me at WHIO and may read your tweet on the air, or you can call us up at 457-1290, which would go... Uh, we're going to go to the phones right now to a guy who's a regular on Flyer Feedback, Sean in Oakwood. Sean, welcome to uh, our uh, selection show. What, uh, what do you think about this draw for the Flyers? I'm pretty happy with it. I mean, a seven seed, you can't complain. They got, Wichita State will be a tough opponent, though. Indianapolis, Sean, you going to be making the drive? That's a two-hour... I'm thinking about it. Now, if we can get tickets, it's going to be tough with Kentucky and Louisville being there, but I'm going to see what I can do. <laughs> That's true, yeah. Uh, and for the fourth year in a row, Sean, I mean, this is... I know. Uh, first time History in the making. Happened. I can't believe it. It's great. Hey, what do you think about, I mean, what, what challenges do, they, do you think they present Wichita State? And what do you, th- I mean, what, I know the last couple of games we've been, obviously haven't come out in the first half and played real well. What do you think, is that, do you think they were, I, I'm almost wondering if they were just celebrating too much of the senior night still, not really getting into the games these last couple, you know, what, what are they doing to correct that? You know, your thoughts? Guys, Keith, Brooks? Uh, you know, I think, Obviously, it's emotionally draining going through essentially winning a championship game. You're cutting down the nets. Um, <clears throat> uh, usually, when you're doing something like that, it's kind of sig- signifying the end of a season. Uh, but they still had a game to play, so come out a little flat. And you got to give G Dub credit too because they came out and they hit a lot of shots. And you know, ultimately, I think it came down to Dayton's execution, um, and, and it was a little bit of a letdown. Same thing in the in the game against Davidson. Um, you know, I. It's a whole different ball game when you get in the NCAA tournament. I, I don't think you can pay nearly as much attention to streaks or trends or anything like that because uh, you, you kind of start over. Everybody's even. No matter if you're a one seed or a 16 seed, you're still playing in the same game, and all you got to do is win that game on that given night, and anybody's capable of doing it. So, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure they're going to be pumped up. I'm sure they're going to be really focusing in on their defense, their defensive principles, executing the correct things to get themselves to in a position to win. 
What kind of size does Wichita State have? Do they inside? Honestly, off the top of my head, I don't know. And then um, let's look up their roster real quick. I mean, it's a season team. I mean, it is really yeah. season bunch under Greg Marshall. I mean, they don't have anybody over six ten, so it's not a real big. You know, you're not looking at some like eight foot kid from Gonzaga who's right like a bear playing center <laughs> <laughs> or a lumberjack so, yeah you don't have to worry yeah. about the you know the Kavanaugh's or the Mo Alley Coxes of the world you know they don't have tremendous size their biggest guy is 6'10 a lot of a lot of 6'9s and 6'8 on that roster so it's not like they have you know some true seven footer we got to try to deal with Flyers can do it I'm looking forward to it all right Sean Sean thank you we, we uh, think they can do it as well thank you for the call here on connection to the selection Sean and Oakwood a regular on flyer feedback checking in and Guys, I've uh, got friends texting me. They're already buying up tickets for Friday. St. Patrick's Day, good day for UD to play. Ooh, well, that campus will be crazy on Friday, huh? St. Patty's Day and the day they fly turn to birth. <laughs> Wear red and green. Uh, to, be, to be an undergrad at UD again. Glory days. Well, that'll be crazy. And Indy, man, I mean, you guys, Keith, you were in Memphis. Brooks, did you go to Memphis during the league? No, I didn't go to Memphis. You were in Memphis. You remember how crazy Memphis oh, was, Oh, that was Keith? a good time. That's yeah. going to be – I think that's going to be Indy. I even forgot Louisville's going to be there, too. You know, the, the the funny thing about that, too, is is the teams that are there, uh, it, everything was red and blue in Memphis, all up and down Beale Street, and it's, you know, it's – Dayton fans, Dayton parties here, Dayton parties here, and it's like, well, there's the bar with the Florida thing, and they had like uh, an orange balloon and a blue balloon, and like three people that were there. It was like nobody's following them, and or, or they're taking it for granted. And just every, and it was great weather and good food and great atmosphere. I had an awesome time. This should be fun on Friday. We don't know uh, what session they're playing in yet. Uh, they could play, you know, you. I don't know if you had to theorize, Keith. You think early. Afternoon, nightcap. I don't know. I don't, I I just don't know if you'll because I think it's a it's a good close matchup. It's a good game. So maybe the tournament. Well, it's a it's Friday though. So you're not starting the tournament off on Friday. You got tournament starting off on Thursday. And right. You know, I I would think they would be favorable towards the high seed, low seed, giving them the benefit of the doubt as far as uh, as far as times that they're playing in. But and then it comes down to whoever they think is going to get TV ratings too. So. I don't know. Maybe an, probably an afternoon game too. Obviously, being in the East Coast, Eastern Time Zone, um, afternoon, early afternoon, maybe. Yeah, because we saw in the Elite Eight run, you know that uh, they actually Dayton tipped off the the main bracket games that year. They played Ohio State at noon. That was the first game on a Thursday uh, back in uh, fifteen or fourteen. Excuse me, fifteen was the Boise State run. Uh, but yeah, I mean it should be fun, guys. We'll draw Wichita State. That's a heck of a program. Greg Marshall. You know he runs out there in uh, in Kansas, and uh, should be if it's not going to be a, a, a tough, uh, an easy draw. I mean that's a tough matchup, but guys, if they can get past the Shockers, they'll likely earn. How 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 nice would it be to see a Dayton Kentucky? Be good. That'd be fun. Be fun. Went, went well last That'd time, didn't it? Your history went well last time. Dayton I'm, played Kentucky. I'm guessing right? it is if you're asking. Oh yeah, I was, <laughs> I was involved. Didn't didn't have much to do with the win, but I was there. It was not. Oh yeah, yeah. I was sitting out that yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, I was sitting. I, I do remember that. At U.S. Bank. Yeah, I do. U.S. Bank. Um, you know what? You know, I was quiet because I was just trying to look up the, the Wichita State stats and get an idea, um, snapshot of what they might like to do. I watched them a couple times this year. Um, really well coached team, can play up tempo. Yes. Uh, but but similar. Looking at their stats, they're they're similar in, in that they can beat you um, with multiple guys. I mean, they they range their top six guys go from seven to twelve points a game, and, and so they really spread out the scoring and and they go inside out. Um, 
six eight six nine. They're they're double figure scores, but they've also got some guys that can score from the perimeter. So it, it's going to definitely be a, a good matchup. John Bedell, former Flyers, Brooks Hall, Keith Walskowski, and you here for connection of the selection. It continues on the other side as we check in with Eric Farrell from the local organizing committee, the Big Hoopla. We'll talk first four and the eight teams coming to Dayton, and we'll continue talking about the fourth straight NCAA tournament berth for Archie Miller and his Dayton Flyers. They are the seventh seed. They will play the Wichita State Shockers Friday in Indianapolis. We'll talk more Dayton and the NCAA tournament on the other side right here on the home of the Flyers. From the McAfee Heating and Air Studio, this is WHIO Date, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a service of Cox Media Group. AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO, Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online at WHIO.com and at the WHIO app, the home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. any evidence it has proving President Trump's claim that President Obama had his phones tapped before the election. Today on ABC's This Week, the top Democrat on that committee, Congressman Adam Schiff, says he doesn't think that the White House is going to comply with that request. I don't expect we're going to see any evidence uh, of this. And it's not just Democrats. Republicans have also been very critical of President Trump on this issue. In fact, just today on CNN State of the Union, Republican Senator John McCain said there's zero need for Congress to investigate these wiretapping allegations. And here's why. I have no reason to believe that the charge is true, but I also believe that the President of the United States could clear this up in a minute. All he has to do is pick up the phone, call the director of the CIA, director of national intelligence, uh, and say, okay, what happened? Senator McCain says President Trump should either retract his claim or provide evidence to both Congress and the public. Fox's Kristen Fisher. There's a big snowstorm in the forecast for parts of the mid-Atlantic and Northeast. Areas around D.C. and Baltimore starting to see snow as early as Monday evening throughout the night on Monday, that moving in across parts of New York. City and then up across areas of New England throughout the day on Tuesday. This will be a very windy storm, especially along the coast. Because of that, expect to see blizzard conditions from New York City through coastal areas of Connecticut, Long Island, in towards Rhode Island, parts of Massachusetts. A large swath of the area from parts of Pennsylvania through New England will see one to two feet of snow. The I-95 corridor on Tuesday could be a mess. This will be out of here by Wednesday, and because it's March, much of the snow will be gone by the time we get towards the earlier part of next week. Rick Reichmuth, Fox News. At least 46 people are dead in a garbage dump landslide in Ethiopia. People living there in shacks or picking through the pile. Dozens are missing. You're listening to Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. This is the sound of a brand new outdoor grill being hurled off a 20-story building. Now a stylish glass coffee table an electric guitar. These are the things you could enjoy all cast into oblivion. Because when you throw away money on wasted electricity, you throw away everything you could have bought with it. Visit energysavers.gov and get tips on how to save energy and money. Then do things like switch to Energy Star light bulbs or Energy Star appliances, and you could save hundreds of dollars a year. So this doesn't happen to the recliner you've had your eye on. Or this to the treadmill on your wish list. Or this to the shiny new bike your kid's been asking for. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. 
clock sprang ahead today in most of the country, and with the return to daylight saving time, we get people saying, stop changing the clocks. Michigan lawmaker Peter Lucido doesn't mind daylight saving time or Eastern Standard Time. What does bother the Republican state representative is switching back and forth. We have everybody fussing with clocks. In fact, it's a lot of waste of time. Lawmakers on both sides of the aisle in Michigan have long tried and failed to end the changing of the clocks, but Lucido says that won't stop him from putting his own lock-the-clock legislation forward. Across the country, there are nearly two dozen other similar bills. Pam Puso, Fox News. Two people are dead with a dozen hurt in a crush of people at an open-air concert in Argentina. The singer Indio Solari stopped the show several times asking for help for people knocked to the ground. Way more people than expected showed up. They were expecting 160,000. People were stranded after the show with the transportation system overwhelmed. An avalanche on a windy roadway in Washington State has students on a field trip stuck. Not far from the Canadian border, a group of high school students were on Highway 20 in northern Washington State when an avalanche on a hilly road completely blocked their bus and they wound up being trapped as they couldn't get by. The group from Henry Jackson High School had to turn around and go back to the area they were visiting near Diablo Lake. They're going to be staying there over the weekend. The road that's blocked can't be cleared until Monday because it's still considered sensitive for another avalanche. Jim McKay, Fox News. A woman and her dog who went missing in the woods south of San Francisco are found dehydrated but otherwise mostly okay just 600 yards from a road but in a deep ravine. Bethany Howery went out hiking with her dog Camaro during a family vacation and didn't come back Thursday. She was finally found after responding to people calling out looking for her. I'm Chris Foster, Fox News Radio. The extended five-day forecast and exclusive for Dayton Radio is next on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. At AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, weather works together with traffic and gives you vital information you need to plan your commute. Storm commute, Center 7 commute, meteorologist Kirsty Zontini side-by-side with the WHIO traffic team. This is AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now, now the exclusive AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO five-day weather forecast. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. Middle to upper 30s for highs on your Monday. Snow moving in as we head into the afternoon, and that could change over to rain for a short time, especially south by 70. Everything falling as snow as we head into the evening and overnight hours lingering into early Tuesday. Most of us getting around one, maybe two inches of snow, maybe only a trace as you head down further south. Partly cloudy, low 30s Wednesday, mostly sunny upper 30s Thursday, back into the mid 40s, chance for rain on Friday. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News. 957WHIO. It's time for the connection to the selection live from the WHIO studios with your host, John Bedell. Connection to the selection is brought to you by your local Toyota dealer. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Now, John Bedell on AM 1290 and News 957WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection, brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you. And Flyer fans, we are going dancing for the fourth time in as many years. Can you dig it? Oh, Flyer Nation can dig it. Yes. Four straight, guys, making history. The mighty Wichita State Shockers 
We might have to call up the coach, Mark Adams. Is he conflicted? I don't know. His favorite two programs of all time, Dayton and Wichita. You better be pulling for the Flyers, coach. What do you guys think? Man, that's a tough one. Or Mark, you know, he loves the Shockers. We should get a hold of him, get his reaction. Yeah, I might text him and see if he can yeah. come on next hour because uh, that I would like to see if, Mark, I would hope there's no confliction with, you know, kind of pull for the Flyers in that situation. The godfather of Flyer feedback. One guy we have on the phone right meow is uh, Eric Farrell from the local organizing committee, the Big Hoopla. Eric, first of all, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, appreciate you taking some time out of your selection Sunday to be here with us on Connection to the Selection. Um, Eric, we know the eight teams that are coming to mm-hmm. uh, Dayton for the first four. I'm grab my bracket here. We've got NC Central, UC Davis, Mount St. Mary's, New Orleans, Kansas State, Wake Forest, Providence, and USC. USC, Eric, the one repeat team. We saw them here in 2011. Uh, you know, just your reaction as a guy on the LOC to the, the teams we're going to see coming to Dayton starting tomorrow. Well, John, I, honestly, it's a great draw. I mean, you look at it, and it's got it's got four teams from the Power Five conferences. You know, like you said, it's USC as a repeat, and what gets me excited about having USC as a repeat is when they were here in 2011, we had a team go from the first four to the final four. So hopefully history can repeat itself, and we can see one of these, you know, eight teams kind of make that magical run like we kind of always do and we've been accustomed to as as a team gets that first game under their belt at the first four they can kind of get the momentum going so I you know taking a look at it I think it's a great set of teams you know highlighted by um USC Wake Forest Kansas State and Providence but then you know you got all these tournament winners uh in their respective respective conferences so I think it's good it's great entertainment value I think teams are, are phenomenal it's awesome for for the region and for the Flyer fans to see some great games you talk about the year USC was here, Eric, was the year it was obviously uh, it was the inception of the first four. 2011, they ended up playing VCU. Uh, mm-hmm. Speaking of that, we've seen teams uh, over the years at the first four, like VCU. They're the only team to go first four to final four. We've seen yep. uh, LaSalle. They started a Sweet 16 run here in 2013. We saw Tennessee start a Sweet 16 run here in 2014. What has, throughout this this uh, first four history, Eric, what has it done to legitimize the addition of the 68 team field and the first four? Uh, what is that kind of success of teams that start here? What has that done to legitimize the first four, do you think? Yeah, I think it just kind of brings the national media to to the attention, and these guys get those these guys get those NCAA tournament game jitters out of the way here, you know. And when you're when you're when you take the floor for the first time in, in whatever arena you're playing in, it's the first time that a lot of those guys are playing in the NCAA tournament. You know, it's, the, the tournament is a different feel. I mean, for as much as a coach can say it's just another game, you know, keep keep it simple, keep it keep the routines the same. When you take the court for the first time, it is an unbelievable feeling that is unmatched in any other game that these guys will play. And so to kind of get that game under your belt, I think really carries a lot of intangibles, and then also. You you, you get to work out some kinks. You get to work. You get one more game under your belt where you can, you know, get in a, a different rhythm. A guy enters the enters the conference slate of tournaments. You know, he hits a slump and he's your go-to guy. He has another game to kind of get out of it. And you know, anything can happen. You know, when you make the tournament, that's the best thing about it. We talked about VCU making the Elite Eight run. LaSalle going to the Sweet 16. You know, the Flyers a couple of years ago started here in Dayton, Ohio, and you know, we're a couple minutes away from a consecutive Sweet 16 burst because you get those, you get the game feel um, kind of out of the way. So I think it's, you know, it, it does great things for the teams and 
you know, we can't, you know, the other thing that can't be minimized is the travel. I mean, you go on the road and everything's a little different. You know, the hotels are welcoming, the fanfare is different. So, you know, you even get those type of things out of the way to kind of get in a new routine, a new rhythm. And it just really makes for really exciting basketball, leaving Dayton, Ohio to continue the momentum you've built. You talk about momentum and, and the atmosphere here, Eric. I know one of the reasons the NCAA loves this event in Dayton is because, you know, it does well. This is a college basketball town. We know it. Uh, this mm-hmm. this town will obviously not only pack the place and almost blow the roof off when their flyers end up there, uh, but this is a place, Eric, where you guys are selling out, and it's not just tickets sold. You're putting butts in seats over there at the arena. With the kind of support this gets locally, um, you know, what is the future of this event in Dayton? Because I know you guys have it through next year with the current deal, but but uh, I think a lot of fans might not realize there is work, Eric, that you and the other members of the mm-hmm. LLC do year-round uh, to put this thing on every year. What's what's the future of, of this thing in Dayton? Yeah, yeah. you know, I think the future is <laughs> – the future is bright, if you will. You know, we, um, you know, for 17 straight years, we've tipped off the NCAA tournament. And one thing that the, the Dayton region and the fans that attend these games have continually proven is that you can throw the UC Davis and Mount St. Mary's and U- USC and Providence, and we're going to pack this place. And we're going to put on a great tournament experience for the student-athletes, the coaches, the fans alike. Um, and so what the future holds is, again, it's uncertainty because it's, we're in the bid process. But one thing we can control is we can control selling this place out for two more nights. You know, the other cities that have bid don't have this opportunity that we do. The other cities that have bid don't have, you know, a first four on Tuesday and Wednesday night to say, you know, we got another chance to sell this thing out, put our, you know, put another feather in our cap in this bid process. So I think it's even more critical maybe this year than we've ever had before if Dayton Region wants to continue hosting the first four, if we want to continue seeing these March Madness games, if we want to keep this momentum going, it is imperative that we sell this place out again. And we have to prove on a national scale once again that we're going to sell out the Wake Forest and Kansas State. We're going to sell out the New Orleans and Mount St. Mary's game. This is what we do here in the Dayton Region. And as as Flyer fans, we, we love our basketball regardless of who comes to play so you know the future is 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 bright because we have the utmost faith and confidence in the region and the fans in the region that we're going to sell this place out we're going to put on a a first class um, spectacle for the for the players when they arrive starting maybe even as early tonight with you know the the hotels will have fight songs going they'll have the bagpipers, there'll be 50 to 100 volunteers there to, to welcome them into the game. So it's all these little things along the way that are highlighted, you know, by selling this place out, putting the butts in seats, creating an unmatched visibility um, for, for the product that is on the court. And I know, Eric, I'll, I'll say this for, for fans who might not know. I, I, I think in a basketball town like Dayton, a lot of people are cognizant of this. But um, I'll just say thanks on behalf of the fan base locally for the work that you guys do year-round. Because I know this is not just Thank a, you. you know, February, March, January, February, March deal. This is from, you know, March or April of as soon as this wraps up. You guys are back at work looking at, you know, the next year down the road for this thing. So I know there's a lot of hard work that, that is certainly appreciated by the folks to put on such a class, you know, event every year. Uh, and for people eric who want to go this year you know we got some great games we'll see tuesday night we'll see kansas state and wake uh and then st mary's in new orleans and then wednesday we'll see providence usc nc state uc davis people want to see these games eric uh these four games where do they go how do you go about getting tickets if you want to see these games yeah. in person at ud arena yeah so we've, we've kind of got a one-stop shop at daytonhoopla.com slash ncaa tickets 
you know, there's there's tickets on sale right now. You know, um, there's lower arena tickets still left to go. There's some 300 level tickets still left to go. And and when you look at it, you you get two amazing games with NC. Now we can call them NCAA tournament teams, and there's only 68 of them, and we've got an opportunity to see eight of them here live. Um, so I would go to DaytonHoopla.com slash NCAA tickets, and that'll link directly to all the Ticketmaster websites. Um, and like I said in the previous question, it's imperative that we sell this thing out and kind of, you know, do what we do in the Dayton region. That's come together, rally behind something, put on the spectacle, put ourselves in the Dayton region in the lone spotlight again, and make it impossible for anybody to think that this belongs anywhere else other than Dayton, Ohio. But again, John, that's because we're going to put butts in seats and we're going to put 12,600 screaming fans for when the New Orleans privateers come in to play. You know, it's, it's going to be awesome. So DaytonHoopla.com slash NCAA tickets. All right, Eric Farrell with the local organizing committee at the Big Hoopla on the Twitter. Eric, we thank you for taking some time uh, for us here on uh, AM 1290, 95.7 WHI this afternoon. Eric Farrell jumping in. So DaytonHoopla.com if you want to get tickets uh, for uh, some of these games, but Tuesday and Wednesday night, guys. And as Eric said, we'll start seeing teams come into town uh, as soon as tonight, definitely tomorrow, because we'll see. uh, I'll be at the arena tomorrow for shoot-arounds. We'll see uh, the Tuesday games, guys, was Kansas State and Wake Forest, and then Mount St. Mary's in New Orleans, which means we will see those four teams at the arena tomorrow afternoon starting about, I think the first press conference is four-ish in terms of uh, media availability for their shoot-arounds, which means about 4, 4.30, we'll start seeing open practices that are free to go watch. That's a fun experience, too. So tomorrow, we'll see K-State and Wake, Wake Forest, St. Mary's, uh, Mount St. Mary's, excuse me, and New Orleans uh, at the arena, guys, tomorrow afternoon already with their open shoot-arounds prepping for Tuesday night's games. Uh, here's an interesting thing, guys. So we talked about Four years in a row, this team's made the tournament. 2014, 11 seed. 2015, 11 seed. 2016, 7 seed. Here we are again as a 7 seed. So we've gone 11, 11, 7, 7 in the tournament uh, the last four years. Uh, obviously, last year, a game against Syracuse and Boheme. Uh, obviously, one we like to forget uh, with the, you know, they kind of got blown out last year. Uh, but obviously, looking to avoid a first round showing like that. And, and guys, I know we, we've seen. This team on a, a two-game slide here, but I would I would like their chances with the juice they got flowing now, going to a fourth straight fourth straight dance and the kind of experience they have, guys. I like this team's chances going into Indianapolis on Friday against a really good Wichita State Shockers team. Yeah, I, I think they're. I love our chances too. I think that they're they're anxious. I think the seniors know that this is um, their last go at it. You know, they're all over social media right now talking about last dance and just the excitement seems real, which is encouraging to see. Um, you know, if they kind of went about it nonchalantly and, and, and they weren't excited about it, that would concern me, especially coming off of two losses. Um, but the fact that they seem amped up, ready to go, um, is very encouraging. And, and that tells me that they do understand, you know, they, they may lace them up for the last time in college. Now, some of these guys, you know, will go play – um, beyond college, professionally, whether overseas, I think you know Cook and Scooch may get some NBA looks, um, but but they know this is the last time, and this has been a special run for them. I mean, what they did here, and the way that the fans embraced them, and it just—I don't know that I've seen a group um, that have been embraced more, and and a lot of that has to do with the culture and, and Archie and the winning, and I mean it, it's that has a lot to do with it. But man, this this group of seniors, um, people really feel connected to them so and I think they appreciate that and and want to want to leave on, on a high note 
Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. I think they, they fully understand the the enormity of the moment for them and how, how it's kind of coming to a close, and they want to prevent that from actually ending as long as possible. Yeah. 457-1290 is the number of Flyer fans you can jump on with us, and we will get to more of your calls after the break. John Bedell and former Flyers, Keith Walskowski and Brooks Hall here with you for connection to the selection. It continues on the other side right here on the Home Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's Toyota's One for Everyone sales event, and your Toyota dealer has something for everyone, like the adventurous new Toyota RAV4. With available all-wheel drive and the most advanced safety features as standard equipment, RAV4 is ready for anything. Now through April 3rd, you can get 0% APR financing for 60 months on any new 2017 RAV4, including hybrids, with $1,667 per thousand borrowed. Get $1,750 cash back on any new 2017 gas-powered RAV4. Or you can save big with low leases on all RAV4 models. Lease and financing subject to approved credit through TFS. And every new Toyota comes with Toyota Care. Two-year, no-cost maintenance. For complete details on all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. It's Toyota's One for Everyone sales event. And your Toyota dealer has one for you. Now through April 3rd. Toyota, let's go places. Before the Dayton Flyers even begin pregame warm-ups, they have a game plan, one that looks for opportunities and at the same time prepares them for the unexpected they may encounter. Have the professionals at Life Plan Financial Group put together your financial life plan so that you too can have the confidence in the biggest game of all, life. Call Life Plan at 438-8000 or go online to lifeplanfg.com. Life Plan Financial Group, fee-only financial planners and proud supporters of the Dayton Flyers. Heart disease is the number one killer in America. It affects one out of every three women and is the leading cause of death for men. Just like on the court, a team effort is what it takes to be successful when attacking this foe. From risk reduction to prevention, Kettering Physician Network cardiologists are Ohio's top choice for heart care. Let our team of specialists help you maintain a healthy and active life. When it comes to conquering heart disease, let's make this a slam dunk. Visit MyHeartOhio.org. Kettering Physician Network. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection. John Bedell and former Flyers Keith Walskowski and Brooks Hall here with you for Connection to the Selection. We're taking this thing till 8. Connection to the Selection is brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Connection to the Selection is also sponsored by Life Plan Financial Group. When life happens, call Life Plan. By Kettering Physician Network, care centered around you. To find a doc, call 1-844-KPN-DOCS. Also sponsored by Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps. Locally, family-owned, keeping fire in its place since 1987. Also sponsored by Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Trust your parking lot or driveway to the professionals. John Bedell, former Flyers Keith Walskowski, and Brooks Hall, and you here, Flyer fans, for connection to the selection. We're taking this thing till 8 o'clock. Guys, the Flyers are going dancing for a fourth straight year. It's history. We've seen them as an 11 seed twice in 2014 and 2015, and now as a 7 seed twice. Last year, obviously, they bowed out as a 7 seed to the 10 seed Syracuse Orange. Syracuse uh, not in the tournament this year, rightfully so. Good decision by the committee. 
And here's Dayton now as a seven seed, uh, matching up with the ten seed Wichita State Wheat Shockers. Uh, and in Indianapolis on Friday, another good draw. We've seen the Flyers in Buffalo in recent years. We've seen them in uh, Buffalo. And then in Dayton, obviously, with the first four, and then going to Columbus. We've seen them in St. Louis. And now Indy, guys, some good Midwestern sites in Western New York in the mix there. And uh, I think a lot of Flyer fans are ecstatic to see Dayton pop up in Indianapolis, a two-hour drive west from Dayton, not far at all from Chicago, which is a massive alumni base for UD folks. Guys, this should be fun. Friday on St. Patrick's Day uh, with UD squaring off against Wichita State. Hey, it's going to be a good time. Wearing our red and our green at the same time. <laughs> Being loud. Yeah, I'm sure everybody's scrambling right now to find their tickets. Loud with a W. Yeah, That's that includes right. me. <laughs> 457-1290 is the number. Flyer fans want to go to the phone lines again to Mark and Xenia. Mark, what's on your mind here on Connection to the Selection? Hey, Brooks Hall. Hey, what's up, Mark? Hey, uh, did you know John Perry's related, Archie Miller? I, I did not know that. Yeah, that's his uncle. Yeah, we'll have to check the family tree on that one, Mark. <laughs> yeah, I'm I, so sure I, about did, that I one, didn't bro. know that, Mark. Yeah, because I got his book, Miller Time, and it says it in there. Oh, we're going to have to – John, get somebody on that. we got to verify the, that. Uh, <laughs> we'll get the stats department on that, but we're going to have to check that one for sure. All right. What else is on your mind, Mark? Uh, I'm just glad Dane's back in the NCAA again. And I think we can go pretty far if we just take our time taking the right shots and not turn the ball over. That's right. Hey, Mark, we thank you for the call here on Connection to the Selection. Guys, that's, that's, a, that's a season team. You talk about two season teams going at it. Dayton, Wichita State. Should be a fun matchup. Man, it's going to be it's going to be a great matchup. I mean, and, and if you're a fan of college basketball, um, then you really look forward to that game. And obviously, we hope Dayton comes out on top. But it's just going to be a very good first round game. And and the teams they they they're evenly matched. Um, they, they've got a lot on the line. They both have the same aspirations as, as to to make a run as a team that's not in that Power Five. Every team not in the Power Five that's in the tournament comes in with a chip on their shoulder with something to prove. Happens every year. And I said it earlier, it's unfortunate that two of the teams meet up right away because you always love to see those kind of teams make runs. But but at the end of the day, you're, you're all in it for the same prize. You're chasing the same the same goal. And, and man, they're really – I love the – I'm excited about the matchup from an entertainment standpoint. Um, but I, I don't love it from, from an analysis standpoint just because they're so similar. You know, it's 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 really going to come down to. I'd imagine. I mean, it may come down to a, a one possession game. That wouldn't surprise me at all. Yeah, okay. it's going to be a very tough game. Yeah. It's not like, hey, yeah, great draw, great draw, because we didn't, we're not playing a one seed or someone with like two seven footers that jump out of the gym too. Right. Like three guys that shoot for a fifty percent from three or something like that. But yeah, it's going to be. Uh, it's 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 going to be everything that you would expect a NCAA tournament game. To Absolutely. Be. And you guys look. I mean, we always talk about. You know, there's there there's so much randomness produced in the 68 team field in a single elimination tournament like this. It depends who you draw, how you match up against the playing style. You know, who's in your bracket, who you play if you advance, all that kind of stuff. But as we saw in that Elite Eight run, I mean, one possession games against Ohio State and Syracuse, one and two point wins respectively. You beat the stuffing out of Stanford, and really, with the exception of an eight minute stretch against Florida, you know, you were pretty pretty close yep. and went toe to toe with the number one overall seed that year before they got bounced by the Gators. Uh, Boise State in eleven or in twenty fifteen as an eleven seed, that was a one possession game. Thank you, Jordan Seibert. Uh, and then you know, Providence handled the the Friars pretty well with. Kyle Davis shutting down Chris Dunn, and I'm sure Chris is still seeing Kyle in his in his sleep these days, thinking of how he shut him down that day. And you know, you had a six point loss to Oklahoma. 
you know, the really the exception guys, the only blowout they've had the last three years has been Syracuse. They just kind of yeah. got knocked back on their heels and and didn't recover. But I would expect this to be, you know, a good game. And really, in this tournament, you got to play at an incredibly high level. And to advance, you, you know, quite frankly, guys, you need some lucky bounces. Ask Aaron Crafts and Tyler Ennis about that. They're, you know, but but if the, if anybody can do it, I think it's this Dayton team. They're well seasoned. They know what it takes. They've been there, done that when it comes to the tournament. But I would expect nothing less than like you guys are saying, probably a really a really tense and close game for the most part on Friday. Hopefully, they've got this digging these holes in the first half out of their system. Yeah, hopefully, ho- uh, hopefully no no uh, unfortunate like unlucky bad fouls. You know, pick up a a second foul in the first half on a, a reach when you shouldn't have been reaching or just got your hand caught in the cookie jar type of thing. You stay away from like the VCU game on senior night. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, stay away yeah. from Over those type jerky. of situations that then obviously our chances are much better. And we checked. We did just check. I have it right here. And Fred Van Vliet has graduated from Wichita State. So there's good news there too. Because <laughs> <laughs> that has been, a, they were a number one seed a couple years ago, guys. They in were. that tournament. Yeah, they had that undefeated season coming into the tournament. Or one loss. I think they had one loss. I forget what it was. Yeah, I don't remember. Up, but I, they, they were, were either, they were either undefeated coming into the tournament or they were a one-loss team coming into the tournament. I believe that was 2014. Man, I want to say they were undefeated, but yeah. Look that up real quick. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, but I mean, then they, they lost much earlier than expected, I believe right? to Kentucky, because that was a year a lot of people were complaining about. You talk about a draw for a bracket. A lot of people were upset about uh, and here we are again. Here's another storyline. Whoever wins this Dayton-Wichita uh, State game, hopefully it's the Flyers, but whoever wins it gets Kentucky, yeah. likely, because, I mean, no disrespect to NKU, but, I mean, come on. Uh, Kentucky's going to win that game, the, the 15-2 matchup. That would, it'll be a rematch. If Wichita State wins, that would be a rematch of a couple years ago when they got bounced. I think Brooks in a round of, I think it was around a 32, because they got Kentucky way, way early, and people was thought that the year it was Ken- an underseated Kentucky. Was team. that the year Kentucky was like an 8 I think it was because that was yeah. the year been if they there was the a regional in Cleveland and eight they year. might have played in Cleveland. Notre Dame was definitely in Cleveland. That was the, that was the year we got Notre Dame. Was it Notre Dame Kentucky? I'll have to look it up. Okay, I'll look that up real quick. You, you know, just looking at and, and again, it's what we do. I'm not pessimistic. Thing, just looking at what what we might struggle against against Wichita State. You know, they looking at the roster. They have we struggle with size, so they don't have. A, a seven footer you know if you see a seventh footer you just think big boy post moves you know we'll have we can game plan for that mm-hmm. but but what also worries me sometimes is when you see six eight six nine because those are usually your athletic slashing kind of guys um that that give you problems so uh, and, and that's what now mike sell did an excellent job this year having to guard bigger guys Zarius really turned it on and, and, and guard well so you know it's not so much of a disadvantage as I would have said before the season started but six eight six nine athletes we tend to struggle with more than we do a, a seven footer where we can kind of double down and that kind of thing yeah Wichita State was 34-0 coming into the uh, 2014 yep. NCAA tournament they got bounced by what people thought was a poorly seated or misseated Kentucky team in the round of 32. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, and Brooks Hall, and you here, Flyer fans, for connection to the selection. It continues on the other side after we break for news right here on the Home of the Flyers. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. On air, online. At WHIO.com. And in the WHIO app. The home of Fox News in the Miami Valley. Your news starts now. 
Fox News Radio, I'm Jane Metzler. After Trump campaign consultant Roger Stone admitted he exchanged emails with a hacker who claimed he broke into the DNC, Republican Senator John McCain calling for a thorough investigation. This whole issue of the relationship with the Russians and who communicated with them and under what circumstances clearly beg, cries out for investigation. McCain on CNN State of the Union, severe weather heading to the northeast. A blizzard watches in place along the east coast from New York to Boston and a winter storm watch has been issued from Virginia to Maine. An oyster moves up the east coast late Monday into Tuesday and threatens to drop as much as two feet of snow in isolated areas. Wind gusts will reach 50 miles per hour on Tuesday afternoon. Fox meteorologist Adam Klotz for the first time in the school's history Northwestern invited to the NCAA tournament. Fox News, we report, you decide. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO, the home of Fox News. We report, you decide. Do you have an ugly face on your fireplace? As homeowners, we remodel everything in the home. However, we continue to live with that outdated, inefficient fireplace. Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps will turn that mess into the showpiece you deserve. Abbey Road Chimney Sweeps is your full-service provider of all things chimney and fireplace. Gas fireplaces, wood and pellet stoves, gas log sales, service and repair. Family owned since 1982. Visit us online at abbeyroadchimneysweeps.com. Hi, Greg McAfee here from McAfee Heating and Air. What a winter. 30 degrees and snow one day with 70 and sunshine the next. Out-of-season temperatures brings out-of-season savings for you. Now through April 15th, receive up to $2,500 off qualifying systems. That's right, instant cash back of up to $2,500. Call 438-1976 or find us online at mcair.com. Any season, anytime. McAfee. Spring brings many things to Dayton, including Hoops Madness, and the team at Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating want to congratulate the UD Flyers on another great season. Second to every business owner who wants to be a champion, don't forget the first impression customers get of your business is your parking lot. They can handle all of your asphalt and seal coating needs to make it look like new, so trust the pros at Vandalia Blacktop and Seal Coating. Call 937-454-0571 for a free quote. 454-0571 Vandalia Blacktop and seal coating go flyers man it's good to be home so what did i miss well a couple of soccer games oh man are the kids mad at me no but they're disappointed <sighs> if you're a class a or b cdl driver tired of living life on the road it's time to apply at spears transfer and expediting enjoy great home time and no force dispatch so you're home most nights and weekends plus a great benefits package and bonuses apply today at 937-999-7777 spears transfer and expediting gets you home Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. Middle to upper 30s for highs on your Monday with mostly cloudy skies. Snow moving in as we head into the afternoon. That could mix over with rain for a short time. Everything, though, changes back over to snow as we head overnight into early Tuesday. Most of us getting around one, maybe two inches of snow by Tuesday afternoon. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Home of 
the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back into our studios here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. John Bedell, former Flyers Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and you here for Connection to the Selection, which is brought to you by your local Toyota dealers. For all Toyota offers, go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Connection to the Selection is also sponsored by Bagger Dave's Burger Tavern. Great burgers and craft beer starts here. By the Dayton Physician Network Cancer Care and Urology. We are close to home. Call us first. We're here for you. And Connection to the Selection is also sponsored by First Florist and Garden Center, serving the Dayton area since 1905. So here we are, guys. The bracket is set, and we now look ahead to the postseason. Playoffs, baby! Playoffs! That's right, Puppet LeBron. Postseason, baby. I need a basketball in my hands. Ohio, Akron, Ohio. Uh, John Bedell, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall with you. And Brooks, we were just talking during break. We're looking at the uh, the odds makers during the break. And Dayton opens up as a six and a half point dog, which I think is okay. They like that underdog role. <laughs> yeah, you sure it's okay. But, I mean, I, but, I mean, I mean, I know it's a little disrespectful. Yeah, I'm not looking you know, for know, some six other and a half, Six and a half yeah. surprised me. Man, but that's a lot for and and it is. We're the seven. It's early. Seat, and they're man. opening as a six and a half point underdog. Yeah, and that that surprises me. Wichita State is good. We know that, but but I. Six and a half points better. Initial line, I, I that one caught me off guard. Yeah. Four five seven twelve ninety is the number. Flyer fans, you can jump on the show a couple of ways. You can tweet me at jvidlwhio. You can call us up four five seven twelve ninety, or we're on Facebook Live too because it's the future. Uh, or uh, we're gonna go right now to <laughs> wave to the camera <laughs> so we can actually be seen on radio. Uh, Jeff in Muncie. Jeff, welcome to connect- connection to the selection. What's on your mind, Jeff? Hi, guys. Uh, great listening to you and excited for the Flyers. I was just wondering what you guys thought the ceiling for the team would have been if they had Big Steve this year. Obviously, I think in a couple games we could see they really would have needed that legitimate post presence. And just seeing maybe for the rebound and just inside scoring, I think they could use against Davidson and GW in the last couple games. Just wanted to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, Jeff, we, we thank you for the call here on Connection to the Selection. And, guys, I think that's, you know, it's, it's something sad to think about, but – you know, it's it's a question that that Jeff has that I think is on a lot of Flyers fans' mind throughout the season. What you know, they've done obviously well without Steve, but you know, what what could have been with with Big Steve, God rest his soul, you know, still on this team. Yeah, I'm, I've had this this discussion with many people throughout the season, yeah. and and it's definitely sad, and and it's it's even sad to, to think about it. But it, it's a great question, and, and I've gone on the more I watch this team. Um, I think they would have been a top 10 program. I, I just do. If you think about how having a rim protector and, and how fundamental he was in the rebounding and, and he was coming along, so you can only assume he would have been better this year. And then what if, the you know, with Cunningham, let's say Cunningham stayed healthy. Cool. So you, you've got Big Steve and Cunningham along with um, the other four. And then as long, you know, we see what Zeria's turned into. I mean, I, I just, it's fun to talk about. I say top it 10. It is. And, and- you know the interesting thing too Kendall was out six games at the beginning of the season but on the you know you just mentioned what Zarius turned into but does Zarius even see the floor no and so then you look forward to now you've now you've lost Kendall Zarius is going to have to fill some minutes next year um you know is his development as far along as it should be at that point maybe not not that I'm 
It wouldn't. Not, not that I'm saying that that would have been a bad thing. Obviously, it would have been a great thing to have Steve around. But, you know, yeah, I think you mentioned it. The, all, all of the coulda, shoulda, wouldas are difficult to think about and to talk about, not only because of the tragic situation with him, but then again, yeah, the, the if he didn't get in, if um, Cunningham doesn't get injured. Kendall doesn't get injured. Cook missed a couple of games. You know, Kyle rolled his ankle. That's a good point. You you actually just made me think of some talking about all that. That could be a, a part, you know part of the letdown as well. How many games have we really had a full squad without someone hurt? I mean, um, it, ten. You know, so it, no, it wasn't. Like it didn't happen. It, it didn't Cunningham happen until Cunningham healthy, came back. When Cunningham was healthy, Pollard was not. So right. we're talking Brooks. I think like nine games. And eleven and, and, maybe eleven and, and and nine game those, winning streak plus the last two eleven. So and those eleven games we're talking about coming him coming off of a torn ligament in his ankle. So he's not yeah legit a hundred percent. And I think you can still kind of see it the difference between him at the first two oh, games oh, when you saw him and, and now the explosiveness close. is not there. Yeah. Um. You know he he fights. I don't want to take anything away from him, but he's just he's limited by everything that he can actually do right now with his ankle. Yeah. yeah so. I, you know, I actually didn't even think about earlier until you just you talking about those injuries. That also plays a, a small part. I don't want to minimize it. Um, the significance of not playing with your entire core, everybody kind of settling into their roles, their minutes, how to play with one another. That hasn't happened, but what, eight games. I mean, right. so <laughs> I think that does play a part into to our struggles um, late in the season. And so hopefully... Uh, that doesn't show its, you know, its ugly head in, in the tournament. Um, and again, these guys aren't going to make any excuses. They, again, nah. We talk about they know what's on the line. They know you don't show up, you don't play hard from from the jump, you don't play together, you don't play with urgency. You, you're you're hanging your jersey up for for the last time. So, yeah. um, you know, I, I I look for them to be ready. And ha- <laughs> do these guys show up when they're the underdogs? I mean, when when oh, people. No. Say they're oh, not going to win. Yeah. Or, That's yeah. where they thrive. Oh, they love that challenge. Absolutely, they love that. I mean, Let's go ahead and raise that line a little bit and make sure they know too. <laughs> yeah, ten yeah. and a half. Oh, oh they yep. know. I guarantee they know. Oh, sports book. And, and Archie, I mean, he's he's a he's an amazing coach when it comes to motivating guys. I mean, and getting them to play with a chip on their shoulder. So. I don't agree with that line, but I love it because it's just added added motivation. Yeah, I agree with you. Back to the phones we go to uh, Tom. Tom, welcome to Connection to the Selection. What's on your mind, brother? John, John Bedell, uh, uh, Brooks and Keith. Uh, um, I, I'm looking at uh, the schedule, and we played uh, eight teams that made the tournament. And, uh, uh, you know, that's like 20, 25% of our schedule. And Archie always remarks how hard it is, you know, to schedule. Just uh, uh, getting harder and harder uh, the more success we have. And uh, I think it's... Uh, I think it's uh, uh, noteworthy that uh, for uh, the St. Mary's game, uh, we didn't uh, we didn't have Pollard. I don't believe Pollard played at all. He did not, and uh, he wasn't right in uh, in uh, Chicago against Northwestern. And uh, you know, uh, uh, Cunningham has not been uh, uh, you know himself. He's coming back. He's fighting hard, but uh, he's not uh, he's not where he was. Uh, um, you know the first couple of games, and, and um, you know I think he'll get there at some point in time. 
because uh, the doctors say he's okay. But, you know, so uh, all in all, these guys have been, you know, fighting hard and, you know, playing a lot of minutes, including Scucci and Kyle and Pollard. And, you know, they played a lot of minutes on Friday. And, uh, you know, uh, but this is their last, uh, you know, last uh, shot. At keep it going. This is the last ride. It should be fun. And, Tom, we thank you for the call here on uh, Connection to the Selection. And, guys, uh, you know, they, they'll take a week now to get themselves reset. Uh, head to Indianapolis. I mean, you're talking about a short drive. We're talking two hours over on I-70. That's that's a nice, nice trip for the Flyers. And uh, you know, what's practice like this week? You guys have been in this situation. You guys have been on teams that have made the dance here in Dayton. What's what is it like between now Selection Sunday and Friday, or you know, let's say whenever they get to Indianapolis, maybe maybe Wednesday or Thursday. What's it like between now and arriving in Indy for these tournament games, guys? Uh, short and sharp, and then what Coach Pio used yep, to say: Let's yep. go short and sharp. You know, <laughs> make sure that you're on top of everything that you're doing a lot of obviously you're you're excited to be out on the court very enthusiastic a lot of hooting and hollering but you're going you're fine-tuning all of your systems you're game planning for a team you know these the the assistants are going to be watching film all night putting together edits and clips and know exactly what you're going to do so you're going to go immediately into into scouting um you're not going to get you're not going to get a ton of work in to the point that you're going to wear wear yourselves out, but you're going to get a lot of reps up as far as shooting, uh, as far as drills, that type of stuff. And uh, like I said, you're just you're fine tuning, trying to harness the enthusiasm, get it through, um, make sure, knock on wood, nobody gets hurt, does anything stupid in practice. Um, but you're going to push yourself and do everything you possibly can to prepare to know everything about those that team because uh you know over the course of a season you know you got a big game maybe there may be a, a little extra added focus on scouting or a certain aspect of the scouting for a game um to where you're just much more engaged into it and that's what every game is for the for the NCAA tournament and obviously now knowing your opponent uh, a couple of days in advance as opposed to it being a second round game and only having one one day to prepare um you know Everybody's going to be into it. Uh, all of the all of the guys on the bench, walk-ons, guys that don't play, they're going to be going a little bit harder too because they're excited. So they're you know they're going to be pushing you. Know, it's fun time. Here's a fun little nugget dug up by our friend and colleague at the Dayton Daily News, David Jablonski at David P Jablonski on the Twitter. If you don't follow him, Flyer fans, what are you doing? We'll give him a follow. Interesting note from Jabo. Dayton men's basketball played its super secret scrimmage, as you guys might remember, against Marquette earlier this year, right in preseason. At Bankers Life Fieldhouse, where the Pacers play in Indy. So now they return there to play their tournament game at the home of the Indiana Pacers on Friday against Wichita State. Does that help? Does that help at all? I mean, I know people talk about shooting lines a lot. I mean, having somewhat of a familiarity with playing in that gym, does that do anything? I think it's similar to to the PPG Center, right? I, I, almost every NBA arena is the same. They're the big, same, same big oval, big open arena. But. Yeah. No, I mean it. It'll bring some familiar familiarity. <laughs> familiarity. What am I trying to say, John? We got you familiarity. Familiarity. Anyway, they'll be more comfortable, but but slightly. I mean, honestly, it ain't. It's not going to be a huge advantage. Um, it, I mean, it'd be cool they've been there before, but but no, it won't. It won't have much impact on the game. And and to Keith's point, when he was talking about practice, absolutely short and sharp. I mean, that is. I don't know what, what Coach Miller will do. I haven't seen any practices um, in tourney time these last few years. But you you you, you don't you want to you go hard. You know you want to get some solid hard reps in. But you definitely want to make make sure you're fresh by the end of the week. So you don't want to go too long, and, and you don't want to get injured. So the amount of live drills um, 
you're kind of hesitant to do that as a coach. I know when with Coach P, when, when Keith and I were playing, it was Oliver Purnell. Oliver Purnell, yep. With Oliver, Oliver Purnell, we were very heavy on scouting, like he said, and knowing personnel for the other team. A um, lot of, of dummy reps, and what that is is 5-1-0 reps, making sure you go through all your offensive sets and you're, you're sharp mentally. Um, but physically, it's kind of a laid-back week in that you don't do a lot of live contact reps for the, for the fear of injury. Yeah, should be an interesting week of practice because they've got uh, – we talked about this earlier, guys, but but it was in our first hour. What, what are the things that – that you guys look at that they have not been doing that have led to two, I, I'll call them clunkers, the last two games against GW on the road and Foggy Bottom to wrap up the regular season slate, and then against Davidson in Pittsburgh to bow out one and done in the A-10 tournament. What are they not, what are they doing or not doing that needs to change? What do they not do against GW and Davidson that needs to change if they want to advance past a seasoned and well-coached Wichita State Shockers team on Friday in Indy I think Brooks talked about it earlier just the sense of urgency that they play with it's just it's not been there uh, you know they're just kind of out there as uh, we showed up for the game and now we're going to play but uh, it, it, this team is really really good when they turn their defense into offense and they pride themselves on their defense and they key themselves on their defense but if they're not engaged and active enough and other teams are scoring, then they don't have a chance to turn that defense into offense. But when they have active hands, when the bigs are flashing hard on pick and rolls and, and stopping the driver, um, forcing turnovers or forcing missed shots, getting rebounded and pushing in transition, that's where we really, really excel. Um, and we just we haven't even given ourselves the opportunity to do that. And I, I, I think it's urgency on both ends of the floor. When we do go down on offense and we have to run some type of some type of player, some type of set, like it's there's there's nothing there. It's uh, you talk about in practice, uh, whether it's that or the game, and you call a play, whatever the play. Okay, we're going to run number one, and you get all the way to the end of the play, and nothing happens because you've run through the play, you set the screens, you got to the right spots, but you really didn't look for anything. Um, that's kind of what it's been like for these past couple of games for them and that's when they lose I think that's that's what happens yeah and, and, and if you're looking for an X's and O's answer uh, defensively they're they're not as sharp as they've been just looking at their their last six games um, they've given 70 or more points given up 70 or more points in the last six games a couple of those games uh, gave up 80 or more and so you're this team has relied on defense uh, for the four years that these guys have been here Archie preaches defensive intensity and so the, the defense, the the focus defensively, there's been a letdown there. Way too many open shots, GW, shot after shot. I mean, yeah, they made some tough ones, but a lot of those shots they were knocking down were open looks. Same with Davison. So definitely going to have to improve defensively. John Bedell, former Flyer, Keith Walls, Kelsey Brooks Hall with you. And we got a special guest in the studio, Mike Hartsock, Sports Director, Channel 7. Mike, can, we got a minute to a break and then the top of the hour. Can you join us for the remainder of the show? I'll be glad to. Can sure. you tell us a story about you were at the Miller household? Yeah. Uh, how it went about the logistics of trying to watch the Five tournament. minutes before the show started, 525, the TV down in the basement goes out. This big 70-inch TV goes out. Everybody's just sitting there looking at the dark. They said, okay, come on, let's get upstairs. Everybody, all the players, all the coaches, all the families move upstairs. They get they get seated upstairs. Meanwhile, Morgan Miller, Archie's wife, runs downstairs. She's messing around. It's like one minute till showtime. All of a sudden, you hear Morgan go, got it! <laughs> And everybody gets up and runs back downstairs. Had Dayton been picked in that very first bracket, I'm not sure they would have had time to celebrate because they were still trying to get comfortable. What was the reaction like, Mike, when they saw Dayton 
First time ever this team's gone to four straight. Yeah. What was it like in that room? Well, yeah, interesting because I was talking to Kyle Davis afterward, and Kyle said that, you know, because it took a while. It took three segments yeah. before they picked. And Kyle said, Archie looked over at him at one point and said, I don't know if we're in. And Archie said to Kyle, or Kyle said to Archie, well, I'm not playing in the NIT. <laughs> that was his comment back. I'm not playing in the NIT. So luckily he doesn't have to. Did I add to Brooks? Yeah. I have a story about that, so yeah, interesting. But I, I can understand guys that have been back to back to back to, to have to go to the NIT. That'd be brutal. But it's funny hearing that they were concerned they weren't getting in. Yeah, I mean, there there was some concern that they, they were trying to. You know, Archie kept figuring. He he kept looking every time that that a, a, an eight nine or a seven ten would come up. He go, "Oh, this is us." And then, then after two came through, and and it looked like they might be headed out out west he thought uh, and he actually said something along the lines of yeah they're going to match us they're going to match us in the same bracket with arizona they're going to do story it line. they're going to yeah. do it there's a storyline oh, that's cool but it didn't happen we talked you know archie gave you the quote mike about or to larry hanskin at, at the at the miller household that he thought maybe a seven was a little generous for them do you think that might be mike you know this team's starting to with the success they've had the last three years maybe that name that dayton starting to carry a little bit of weight or was that more to do with the resume this year i think a little bit of weight carried I, I think I, I personally also think it came down to how other teams were falling because interesting enough if you look at the final list of seeds Dayton was 28th yes they were the last seven seed yeah Dayton was 28th overall which which is shocking to me the way this team finished but uh Speaking of shocking, Wichita State's really freaking good. They are a good team. Season bunch, a well-coached team. Yeah. You're talking about a team that, like the State and Flyers team, that they are no strangers to the NCAA tournament. Got a break real quick and face some bills. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, and Channel 7 Sports Director Mike Hartsock here with us for the home stretch of Connection to the Selection on the other side of this break, right here on the Home of the Flyers. The Home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. You're invited to visit the first floor spring preview in their spacious greenhouses at 1306 Troy Street in Old North Dayton. Relaxing and enjoyable. Get those you love something green for St. Patrick's Day. Experience the colors and aromas of blooming flowers and plants grown locally at first floor's warm greenhouses. Choose from Lily's Bulb Gardens, a great selection to freshen up your outlook. For 112 years, Dayton's first name in spring is First Florist and Garden Center. Visit firstflorist.com. Take that first deep breath. Spring is here. Time to make Tuesdays your new tradition at Bagger Dave's. You and your squad can snag a juicy Great American Cheeseburger with our famous hand-cut fries or sweet potato chips for just $5.95 all day long. And from 2 to 6 in the afternoon, you'll get $4 craft draft beers, $4 craft cocktails, and some of our $4 appetizers like our Santa Fe nachos, Sloppy Dave's fries, and Southwestern chicken dip. Your new tradition starts at the Bagger Dave's in Centerville and Westchester. See you on Tuesday. Bagger Dave's. Locals wanted. UD fans and high Highfield Door Sales are flying high with the Flyers. Hi, I'm Rodney Highfield with Highfield Door Sales, a proud supporter of the Dayton Flyers. Like the Flyers, we are committed to excellence. Our well-trained installers and service technicians serve our customers with first-class installation. Come see our selection of garage doors, storm doors, entry doors, garage door screens, retractable awnings, garage floor coatings, and organizers. We take pride in every job. And remember, at Highfield Door Sales, our doors are always open. Go Flyers! Why settle for one-size-fits-all cancer treatment? At Dayton Physicians Network, we actively target your tumor, changing the size of the radiation field as the tumor shrinks. As your tumor responds, so do we. 
This helps prevent injury to the surrounding healthy tissue. At Dayton Physicians Network, we are leading the way with cutting-edge adoptive radiation therapy. This, with our modern cancer centers and top-notch treatment teams, work together to give you the best possible chance of a cure. Visit DaytonPhysicians.com. We are here for you. Mainly clear skies this evening, becoming mostly cloudy overnight tonight. Lows in the low to mid-20s. I'm meteorologist Brett Collar on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the home of the Flyers, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hey, Flyer fans, welcome back to Connection to the Selection here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Connection to the Selection is brought to you by... Your local Toyota dealers for all Toyota offers. Go to buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Also sponsored by McAfee Heating and Air. Trust the team at McAfee Heating and Air to keep your home comfortable. Any season, anytime. Call 1-800-AIR-REPAIR today. Also sponsored by Spears Trucking. They have immediate openings for Class A CDL drivers. Contact them today at 937-898-9700. And by Highfield Door Sales. Remember, at Highfield Door Sales, our doors are always open. John Bedell, former Flyers, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall, Channel 7 Sports Director Mike Hartsock and you here, Flyer fans, for the home stretch of connection to this election. Uh, Dayton draws a seven seed for the second consecutive year. Mike, you've been covering this team for a long time. This is this this program has made history. Just your thoughts on, you know, first time ever, even through all the Donner glory years, this that this Archie Miller and his Flyers have accomplished something now that's never been done in this program's history. What is the historical context of this? Well, you know, it's it's something that that's going to go down. You know, as you look at Flyer teams, because this one's won more. These seniors have won more games than than anybody in Flyer history. But uh, these guys, honestly, they're not. I don't think they're relying too much on on that legacy. They uh, the one thing they don't want to do is go on a three game losing streak to end their careers. You know, and uh, that's what happens if you lose to Wichita State on Friday. Is is they're going to finish on a three game losing streak? And we've been talking about the Shockers since we found out that they'll play them. You know, on Friday in Indy, Mike. Uh, but as we were talking just before break, you mentioned this is a really really good Wichita State team. They are well-seasoned, and they're really well-coached, and this is not going to be an easy draw for them on Friday. A couple of good guards, big guy inside. Uh, they've got, a, a, I know, a big guy down low, but a couple of good guards that, that they have as well. And, and they're really balanced. Yeah. I mean, their top six, they go from, I think their leading scorer is only at about 12, mm-hmm. and, and then the next five guys, it ranges from like 12 to 7. Right. I mean, so, so they really – or a balanced ball club yeah. inside out. And Shaquille Morris, Mike is the guy down low, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, Shaq he's, Morris. Is he's the, been there is for the a, one of those guys. It was part of that Van Vliet core mm-hmm. uh, that had been there for some years. This is uh, it's a tough matchup. That's yeah, a tough, tough draw. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a team that hasn't been playing much defense. You guys were talking about it earlier. It's a team that, that prides themselves on defense and they've not been playing much of it. Right. Uh, you know, I saw, uh, uh, I was over in Pittsburgh for that game and, and, you know, Jack Gibbs is a really good basketball player, but but he was going around people like they were standing still. And that's not the type of defense I think we're used to seeing from this group. I've seen that more this year than I have in the last three as far as guys just getting beat in a straight line, meaning Mm -hmm. just – and not so much from – I've even seen Kyle Davis get beat a few times, which is unheard of, but he's still a lockdown defender. But but just as a a team – just too many guys getting beat off the dribble, which forces the defense to rotate and just get you out of line. You're at a, such a disadvantage when you just get beat off the dribble. Right. And that happened a lot this year, especially in our losses. Yeah. And it's. I think it's going to be a fun atmosphere. Mike, you were in Pittsburgh. You saw the way they traveled there. Yeah. Obviously, I've... people were in and left town with the one and out. But Indy, that's going to be... 
Tickets going to be tough there. to come by with Kentucky there and Dayton there both. Uh, getting <laughs> and a, Louisville. Getting a ticket in there, that's uh, that's not going to be easy to come by. No question about that. That's going to be. Hook uh, it up, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I got know, press pass. I got my press pass. At least I'll, <laughs> yeah, I'll have come that. Come on, man. We'll be yeah. there. We need to connect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, Mike, to your point, David Jablonski just tweeting, too, a quote from Kendall Pollard. Quote, the winningest class, we don't want to go out on a three-game losing skid in a row, or we don't want to go out losing three in a row. We've got to make a run, end quote. So this is a team that's yeah, that, that's you, you could tell because I, you know, we talked to the guys and, and with Archie after uh, after the word came out over at his house, and uh, you know they they've all put those last two losses in the rearview mirror, or so they say. And uh, you know, it's it's a matter now of of waking up and and playing like they 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 know how to play. This is, uh, I mean, obviously there are a lot of people. There were a lot of people in that selection room that believe Dayton is the better basketball team. So they've just got to go out and prove it now on Friday. A lot of extra juice flowing too now, guys, with an NCAA tournament berth. Big dance time. Should be fun. The time. Yep. Yeah. And we've Mike not, we've not seen a time yet. We've not no, seen we have a, not. When do they typically release those, Mike? About uh, now. Okay. Yeah, we'll, so we'll know by 11 o'clock. New Center 7, 11 o'clock. We'll tell you the time and uh, the matchup. And, you, know, you know the matchup. So. We'll have you covered, and we'll have you covered all week on here on AM 1290, News 95.7 WHIO and, and Channel 7. So that's going to do it for Mike Hartsock, Keith Walskowski, Brooks Hall. Producer extraordinaire Brennan Foote flying the plane, keeping it clean. Thank you, sir. And John Bedell, that'll do it for us, Flyer fans, one more time. Dayton a seven seed in the NCAA tournament. They will take on the 10 seed, Wichita State Shockers. Our next game is Friday in Indianapolis in the NCAA tournament. Our coverage will start an hour before tip with the Bud Light pregame show. And then Larry and Bucky will have the tip on Friday from Indianapolis. We will see you on the radio Friday in the NCAA tournament, Flyer fans. Until then, for Brooks Hall, Keith Walskowski, Mike Hartsock, I'm John Bedell saying thanks for listening, everybody, and go Flyers. From the McAfee Heating and Air Studio, this is WHIO Date, WHIO FM, Pleasant Hill, a service of Cox Media Group.